Hey, what's up? Joe Blow here with episode 2 of the Joe Blow Gamer Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a whole slew of things, from PC gaming to Comic-Con to Cool World. Yes, the 1992 cartoon live-action crossover movie starring Brad Pitt. Also, just a heads up, we completely spoiled the entire plot of Assassin's Creed 3 from an hour and 25 minutes in to an hour and 45 minutes in. So steer clear of that part if you still plan on playing the game. Good. How I'm doing just fine. Yeah. How are you, Trevor? I'm pretty good. I uh, I built a motherfucking PC. Ooh. Oh, did you really? I oh, did. wow. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about that? No, no, no. Yeah. First well, uh, I get. Was, oh, I guess was, he was only texting me every yeah. five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick was supposed to be there with me while I was uh, setting it up, but he had to play board games with everybody. So I just uh, built it by myself, and I sent him pictures. Well, there was a there was a classic. Uh, text message autocorrect mix up what did i send you i said i wouldn't actually i think i said i uh, i want to be there but i understand i wouldn't want to do that to you yeah but it came off as i, I would i definitely wanted i know i think like, you said something like i definitely would want i definitely would do that to you or something yeah i, was like, I don't <laughs> he's okay. like i guess we can i can push it off till the next day i'm like <laughs> no wait <laughs> I thought he was saying, like, you're definitely waiting for me. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to pretend like I understand these things. But, like, what'd you get? What motherboard? What Whatever. (laughs) The The motherboard is the most important part. (laughs) Any PC ever. Totally. um, Actually, without it, it wouldn't function. So in a way, it it really is, says John, the computer expert. Very true. (laughs) Um, I got an AMD um, uh, processor. Brain farted for Ooh, a second. AMD processor. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. I had about 16 gigs of RAM, uh, one terabyte hard drive, because all I'm going to do is play games on it, so I didn't really need it, much. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, or? I just I wow. looked up some good parts. I, thought I, bought, I bought all the parts for about $1,000. Um, it was $800, and then the monitor I got for like 200 on Amazon. Wow, you're already light years ahead of any sort of tech savvy thing I ever did. <laughs> I just it's so easy nowadays, though. It is like <clears throat> you texted me that the processor it's still the most terrifying part, putting the yeah, oh, epoxy God. on there. It's and, so bad. Yeah, but other than that, I guarantee, even not having built a PC, you could build a PC. Yeah, the Rams. Do I want to though? The Rams. <laughs> it's it's actually it's really satisfying. It's, so it's super cheap. Like I I looked up this the computer. Because initially when I started, I looked up online. I was like, okay, it sh- should I just buy this computer? Is it cheaper? And I looked up a computer with the same specs on like mm-hmm. Dell and Alienware and all that stuff. And it was like twice as much. Right. And it took me two hours to build the computer. And uh, and it's very like fulfilling to like put all these things. Because it's funny, like I, I spent a couple hours putting all these things together. And then um, when I finally I got it all up and running, I pressed the power button. It like the LED came on and then it kind of faded out and nothing <laughs> happened. And I was Tell like, me like smoke came out of it. And <laughs> like exploded. I was just like, and shit, <laughs> I thought I could do this. And then it turned out like for half an hour I was tinkering with it and I couldn't figure it out. And I forgot to plug the ATX 12 V cable in from the um, power unit for the, did you catch the, that John? For the oh, tower. Yeah. Every word. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so I forgot to plug that into the motherboard, which powers the motherboard essentially. And uh, so, so, so you're telling me without the motherboard, it didn't function. Wait, <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that's what here. you're telling me. Just confirmation. So yeah, I'm not saying the motherboard's <laughs> not important. I'm Wait. just saying when you look at specs, yeah. it's like, ooh, you got oh, a you good got motherboard. motherboard. Yeah. Oh, so have you have you played any new games on the PC that you made? Actually, yeah. So. This, Any of the suggestions we gave you. I did. Um, the sad part is I built the PC the day after Steam Summer Sale ended. Oh. <laughs> it was, was it literally a race against the clock. It was. Spot for it. Yeah, like I ordered all this stuff while the Steam Summer Sale was happening and the computer parts arrived the day after it ended. And I was like, son of a bitch, I wanted to buy all those things. <laughs> so I built it and then I went on to Steam and I was a little bummed that like they do have a nice user interface um, mm-hmm. to for scrolling through, but like it's not everything. Like if you want to find something, you have to go search for it. For instance, like if I if I wanted poor little baby that no, that no. Steam couldn't read your mind <laughs> no. and know exactly what you wanted. No, but I mean like I mean, and obviously there are thousands of games, but like it'd be nice if there was just like a and here's the archive of everything, and you can just like scroll through. And look at oh, names. Oh, you just want like one master. Yeah, list. like if there was just somewhere where you could go to this huge master list instead of me just being like, "Hey guys, what do you suggest?" I could just scroll through and pick a random. But uh, you think you you're gonna discover like just some random game? Like I'm gonna go to bees today. <laughs> well, I don't know, but that does, because right now all Doom I, Two that looks <laughs> really good. Looks really what is this about? Let me check it out. I just thought that that would help because I don't know much about like obviously. I was going to initially buy like all these games that I already have. And then I was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to spend <laughs> $60 on Skyrim. I bought that for the PlayStation. Well, but yeah, I probably that's exactly sh- where that steam summer sale would have come. Exactly. That's was- why I was pissed. I was like, I could have gotten Skyrim for $4. Well, um, yeah. so uh, I wonder, do they have like a, a sortable by like rating or something? I've never tried it, but I don't think so. It's all very Like when I looked it up, there was, like featured like whatever they were featuring sure. and then down at the bottom they have like daily deal and um, most recent and things like that so it wasn't you can definitely go to like user recommended and all that there's yeah okay. there's genres too there's like if you want to play action or rpg or something like that um so anyway so i went through steam and i got really excited just because i could download all these games i downloaded so far i've downloaded sleeping dogs because I haven't played that. Okay, that's free on PSN. Okay, continue. Is it still? Son of a bitch. Still up? Uh, it was it like was. last month. I don't know yeah. if it still is. Um, it was cheap though. I think it was like ten. Did you guys see that Xbox is doing that now too? Yes. Where it's like that little in the corner. It's like yeah. free for gold. I actually, what this means. I, I also haven't played, but I downloaded like Crackdown because I never played that yeah. game, and I was like, oh. I should maybe play that. I mean, it's probably never going to get played, but I was like, hey, it's free. Like, <laughs> yeah. why not? I just yeah, actually, it. something just came. Ooh, excuse me. I just burped in Nick's Slow direction. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's when you guys crack beers open before the podcast. It's going to be the burp it's cast. It's about to get really. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I downloaded Sleeping Dogs and I downloaded The Witcher 2. And I downloaded, oh, wow. uh, there was one other game. And then the game that I actually just finished playing, which is amazing. I don't know if you guys played it called Swapper. No, oh. no. I've never even heard of it's it. What is it? really good. It's like, uh, it's this uh, platforming game. And I can already tell you, right? This is where, this is why I love Steam and everything. Because <laughs> like, last time I talked about Rogue Legacy. And that's all, these are the types of games that you're, I know, I'm familiar with Swapper. And that's the type of games that PC specifically, and it's funny because 
PC is the powerhouse right now. It's the strongest one, but it's all the smaller games that get me more excited. And that's even what I'm more excited about with the future systems is like the indie games and the smaller games. I don't know where my mind's going these days that it's just like, well, John and I later we'll, we'll talk about shadow run and stuff like that, that I'm, I'm more excited for that stuff, but continue on swapper. What is oh. it? <laughs> it's so, it, it is very exciting actually. Like I also downloaded, um, Fez and, uh, Ooh, something else. That game's awesome. I, oh, and super meat boy. I downloaded Fez, yeah, super meat boy and swapper. That game's also awesome. So I haven't played any of those. Um, I'm curious, have you seen a uh, indie game, the movie? Uh, I have actually two of the three. You just I was about to say, yeah, you just you the just went I, down the list. The reason I downloaded those was because of that movie. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. So I I plan on playing those, but I played Swapper because I uh, watched a review for it and it looked really cool. And I just beat it uh, last night actually. Oh Jesus! And it's uh it's really like fun. It's this platforming game. It's a I mean it's not like Limbo, but it's very much like Limbo in the way that you know you're solving these puzzles and they all fit into the storyline. And there's this interesting storyline of like what's going on kind of thing, which is cool. Like you're this yeah. astronaut kind of person that's out in space and you're in this space station and you have a cloning gun and you can clone yourself four times and you can teleport oh. into the clone's body and all the clones move the same way as you do. So you are moving all and So like all the puzzles end up being like, okay, I, I need these four buttons pressed. So I'm going to put a guy there and then I'm going to put a guy here and then I'm going to walk to the left and then I'm going to put a guy there. And then there's like anti-gravity and it like progresses with all these unique things you do throughout the game. And, uh, the mechanics are super cool and, um, like the way it operates is really cool. It was super fun. Like every night I just kept going to play it and I have a stack of PlayStation Xbox games that I still have to play, <laughs> but I was just like, I have to finish Swapper. I have to do all these puzzles. Right. And then, uh, so I, I went through it and then, and the style is really cool. Cause I was looking it up. Apparently they, the way they designed this game was like, they built clay models of the characters in the oh, sets shit. and That's then amazing. Like, made the 3d out of, that oh so yeah it looks really cool the story is really interesting um for i mean for what it is because it's about three to five hours of gameplay can this so how are you doing your steam plane are you keyboard mouse did you hook up a controller okay i I hooked up an xbox controller to my machine but it's not registering it yet like i haven't figured it out i I, because i tried to play so did you take a wireless controller and then plug in the usb from plug and play yeah so that's that's not not going to work because that is merely supplying power that is not i see connecting usb so you either need a wired uh, controller, or you need to. There's like an adapter okay. that you can hook it up wirelessly. I have for. a wired controller, so maybe I'll just yeah, yeah, like that, a full-on wired fine. controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I made the same mistake when I, I, I was just like, "Why isn't this working?" And I was getting yeah. mad too because the, the Windows 8 made a sound effect like plunk, and I was like, "It's connected." I know right. it sees it. I think it's, it's just right powered. It's a, yeah, there is a USB in there, but yeah. It's, yeah Has it anyone do ever done the PS3? Because Bluetooth, I, if you you should be able to. No, no, but I know Steam. Steam automatically assumes Xbox, I think. So all like on-screen prompts, it'll oh, be Xbox controls. Like yeah. uh, press the X button, press the A button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason I've never tried PS3, but I don't know. And the Just Xbox I was curious. Controller's good, so it's yeah. Actually, the best. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Also, of what you purchased, uh, I would highly recommend Super Meat Boy for sort of the focus of of the site of like not having a lot of time on your hands, but wanting to play something. That game's like perfect for that because every level is, you know, can take anywhere from like 
10 to 30 seconds yeah, to complete. Yeah, but the addiction of it is oh, going to totally there longer. And but it's, it's just puzzles and stuff. Right? Yeah, well, it's basically just puzzles. A, it's like it's a just challenges. It's like an incredibly difficult platformer that you just die constantly until you finally get through it. But what's great is like, you know, by the time you complete something, you can just quit out and it'll save your progress. And so you can play anywhere from like, 45 seconds all the way up to like three eight five all hours the, like, all the things are like one screen it's yeah. your meat boy and you're trying to get to girl meat girl no no bandage girl bandage I believe. girl yeah. um and it's usually like one screen almost it stretches a little bit sometimes but it's just like real quick things and the best thing as you said you'll die a million times and once you finish it it'll show all of your runs going at once so like a thousand meat boys will all like run and jump into the blades. And oh, stuff. nice. Yeah, it's yeah. Here at Joe Blow, we only have the freshest cuts of the most yeah. recent games. Yeah, the games that came out. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about the Super Meat Boy thing. <laughs> well, it's pretty think, good. Because I think Swapper actually came out in like 2010 or something. Like I was looking oh, it up. did it? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Why did I think it was like... No, the only reason I even knew about so, it was because the so site sad. that reviewed it like was like, yeah, I know this has been out for a while, but we just decided to review it yeah. now. So yeah, that's... But so, really... so you're copying a site that's already doing an old yeah. review. Yeah. Okay. It's good. Cool. It's good. If they did it, we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you haven't touched Witcher 2 yet. Actually, I opened Witcher 2 and I started to do the tutorial. Um, it's cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never, I never played two, but I downloaded and installed like the first game. And after playing it for like two hours, I was kind of like pretty confused. Like it, it, maybe the second one's a little better at teaching you the mechanics and stuff, but I was like so lost trying to play the first one. I was, yeah, I was getting a little overwhelmed. Um, and it, it's probably, maybe it's not the, cause I, mean, I guess Swapper is the first, the Witcher two was the first thing I played. And I stopped because it was like, press Q for this, press E for this, press 3 for this, press FT for this. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to memorize a mm. shit ton of controls mm. on like a controller where it's like A, B, X, Y. Um, so well, that's again, because Witcher 2 for sure was uh, balanced for controller support as well. So if you ever get back into it, I would almost say try the tutorial over again with the controller. Okay. Um, because that game, I think, yeah, it came out on Xbox as well. And it was, it was a big, cause the change from one to two, one was like this isometric, much more Diablo Baldur's Gate style, like click and point sort of where you want to go. And yeah. then two turned into this much more action sort of based and they wanted a lot more controller support and stuff like that. And they've even done this fucking crazy thing where the, uh, I guess the guy that developed like the lead combat developer for that just released, they released a, uh, <laughs> like some like five gig patch to that thing where it completely redesigns the combat, like top to bottom. Um, like all your stat, like all your abilities, not all the abilities, but most of the abilities are like revamped. Some of the equipment in the game is revamped because everything has changed. Like huh. they have literally like changed the game. And I guess it's to make it almost feel more like Witcher 3 will feel. Oh, just sort of like train up for what Yeah, almost. For. It's just this guy huh. has been probably in the works on 3 for so long that he just, he took all this. I had... I'm speaking from complete ignorance. I've only heard about this and read about it, but it's like, it's what those guys do. Cause they came out with that, uh, in the original Witcher, they came out with uh, Witcher enhanced edition, which had like 
tons of new content and made it uh because when it came out in the u.s it was like a quote-unquote censored version because the witcher has lots of it's very dark fantasy low fantasy and lots of not tons of nudity but there is nudity oh uh, yeah <laughs> are we talking like mass effect style nudity or like beyond that no or? like like uh your lead character gareth gareth yeah the, Garris, the Garrett. Witcher, Garrett, yes, the Witcher. <laughs> he uh, he likes to he likes to fornicate a oh, lot. Good, good. But in the first wow, one, man, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get into this game. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> in the first chart. one, I think if you uh, basically if you fucked a girl, you got like a card of her. <laughs> Please, made love to her. <laughs> Let's be gentle. My Witcher Vic. is a lover. If you <laughs> not a fucker. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, but really, it for you and I, Lange. Now it's the it's been those games have been on my pile of shame for so long because I know, as Bioware fans, yeah, those games should be. I, why we haven't played them like twice by now? Because all anyone talks about those games is like the decisions you make, and right? Like, right. Literally, Witcher Two. If you make a different like, there is branching paths in the game to the point where like. If you make this decision, you will never see this town. Like wow. to the point of like this part of the game does not exist to you anymore because you made this choice. Mm. And it's these huge epic games like changing moves and everything like that. And so oh, we're all just like, yeah, I don't really care about those games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just when I first played it, it, it just seems so intimidating mechanically and I and and not very good at like teaching it to you. I think that to me was the problem. Like it just sort of dropped you in. It's like, yeah, you know how to use all this crazy well, shit. And you're like, what? As someone, yeah, who's someone who's started The Witcher 1 like four times, it is like, yeah, they have like three stances like wolf stance right. which is high low and medium or something like that and uh and then you're like brewing potions and using like these potions mid battle and yeah i i completely agree it's very daunting but it's been on top of my list and, mm. and now it's reaching that point where i want to skip one and get into two because the trailer for three looks beyond amazing that's why I, yeah, I just jumped into two because I saw that trailer for two where they're on the boat and all that crazy CG happens. And I was like, oh, that seems interesting. So, yeah, well, Trevor, maybe if you play two and you let me know, like, if it's if you can just sort of jump in there, maybe I'll try that. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to see I'm going to try it with a keyboard and mouse again, and then I'm going to try it with a controller and see if I really like it. Um, all, I, all I know, too, is that that. Well, again, <clears throat> if you're playing the very original version the first bit of combat supposed to be like brutally awful. Like you don't have the skills you need to be good at all. Like not you, the skill, like your character doesn't have skills. Right. And then, uh, it gets a little bit easier as it goes, but then they, again, they made a patch for that to make the first tutorial easier. But now again, they just recently patched this massive completely switch. So well, I don't even know where you're at as far as if you have that, initial patch to sort of curb the beginning of the game hmm. i'll have to get back into it so um yeah do lots we, going on do we want to talk about any games that aren't like 17 years old <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can go through all the hits i've been you know, playing back. this game it's uh i think it's made by Min nintendo it's called <laughs> super mario brothers or something it's not going anywhere that's <laughs> not doing it was anything so boring <laughs> I don't know. Have you been playing anything? 
John? Sure, yeah. Recent? Well, I know, uh, Nick, I know both you and I have dipped into Shadowrun Returns a Let's bit. Let's not pretend you dipped into it. You finished it, right? No, no, no. Believe it or not, <laughs> really? I didn't. Well, I, I sort wow. of hit a weird wall this with it. legendary. Yeah, I hit a, I don't know, like a strange wall with it, which I'll, I guess I'll explain in a minute. But, like, we talked about it a bit last time, but Shadowrun Returns is, I, like, I have a great love for Shadowrun, like the RPG and but, also the yeah. old uh, video Because what game. did you play it on? Oh, you're talking about the I'm tabletop. I'm talking about the, like, RPG, uh, like, tabletop okay. RPG. That is my primary, like, Shadowrun influence. And yeah. actually, this game, it, probably even more so than the SNES or Genesis versions, really captures, like, the RPG mechanics pretty much to a T. Like, and I, th- so I found I was pretty easily could jump into it because of that. But it's fun. It's like, you know, it's hard to, it, like, I'm sure... I don't know. Wow, I'm just... It's like, it's hard to explain. Like, if you don't know anything about it and you jump into it, it can be a little daunting, I think. I'm just assuming because it doesn't... It's kind of like we were talking about with The Witcher. It doesn't really explain its mechanics, like, super well. They kind of just throw you into scenarios and you just kind of have to figure it out. Yeah, I I can see that. Which, um... I mean, having experience... I mean, especially just with the recent XCOM... Sure, it, it feels a lot like that, and they almost steal icons, <laughs> like yes, little shield. Definitely, they just yeah, rip yes. it right out of the game. Yeah, having played XCOM certainly helps. But I found early on that wasn't really an issue because, like you said, it's like XCOM. You kind of figure it out. But I think the reason I haven't finished it is like the deeper and deeper you get into it, and the more complicated it gets. The, they don't tutorialize anything, so you get to these moments where you're just kind of stuck. Like for me, what happened was I'm playing a like a Decker, which is sort of like a hacker character. And there's a whole mission. On a I'm, side note, Trevor, you should appreciate this because yeah. I sent a text <laughs> directly to John. I was like, uh, during the character creation, it's, yeah. you know, you make your character and name them. I was like, easiest character name ever. Zero cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and I responded. Know, and then kind. an hour later, he yes. sent me back. I yeah I named I, I have an Elven Decker named Acid Burn. Yes. <laughs> so we are zero colon Acid Burn. I'm very tempted to be the play. That's what I was which expecting. Would have been great. That's immediately why I sent him back. I'm like, you're not the play. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually wanted to play like an Elven Decker girl because that was like the character I always used to play. Which you know, judge me if you'd like for that. Yes. But <laughs> Judged. But yep. uh, like the the wall I basically hit was there's this whole mechanic about being in the matrix and and hacking and and there's these like computer programs that coming still after feels you weird and stuff. To hear you say that, but I know, I, I know they did. I it was first. in the matrix. Yeah. Uh, still feels strange. But what's silly is there was this mission, and here, so here's the other thing, and a lot of people complain about this, and I didn't really understand why until this particular mission I hit. But the the game itself does not really have a save system. It has oh, a fuck. I was trying to go to bed and I was just yeah. I was about to quit and I looked back to when I saved and it's like each scenario you start like complete this co- entire mission. Yeah, there's like a ton of shit. And then we'll shit. get to this next screen and then we'll save it for you. I'm just like <laughs> Yeah, basically it only it only auto saves when you get to the next stage of and the game. And there is no manual save. Yeah, there's no manual save at all. Which is okay, and you just sort of time it, like. But but the problem I ran into is the like early on, it's not a problem because you're fighting a few guys. You just walk to the next screen; it's moving. But as the game increases in difficulty and gets and the the runs you go on get vastly and more intricate, like I ran into this situation where it's this the one I'm doing is like you have to break into a building and then get through the main security and fight your way through like three or four rooms of guys and then get to a room. 
and then jack into the matrix there. And then you go to a separate screen that's like you're in the computer world and then you're going through a whole thing there. And all of this can take, I don't know, 20, 30, 45 minutes to do. And then I ran into this thing where I was in the computer world doing great, like full health, killing everybody, round a corner, a thing comes out like one shot dead. And because I'm the character that's in it, like if, if other teammates die, you can sort of revive them right. with, with like disposable just items and stuff. But if you die, game over. And then I you have hate to... that game mechanic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why games ever do that. It's like, oh, sorry, the main character died. You're dead. Right. Like, you should just then play everyone else and go revive them or what, you know. Right. Like, I understand if the whole party's dead. Gears of like... War, Gear War fixed that, right? Like, if you went down, didn't your AI have yes. a chance to come yes. pick you yes. up just like you could pick them up? Definitely. Yeah. So, in this particular instance, I'm not kidding, you round a corner, a thing comes out, it's this black IC, which is this, like, very powerful kind of anti-hacking thing. It hits me, I die, game over, and then it bumps me back, like, 45 minutes. And I was clear, I was, like, this badass hacker clearing the rooms, and all of a sudden, I just get this one-shot kill. And then I do it all over again, and then the same thing happens, I walk into the room, and it shoots me, I'm dead. Like, and I can't figure out what the fuck's going on, or, and the game's not telling me anything, and I had to go to the internet... And basically be like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And I realize there's this entire mechanics to the matrix that is in no way explaining the game where like there's a there's like a warning level at the bottom of like how aware they are that you're hacking. And if you make more than one move in a turn, that increases because you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's like super complicated. Right. And then it's like, oh, the, now they're more aware. And the more aware they are that you're there, the more enemies that's more. And what I noticed, what I finally figured out was by the time I was getting to that room, the alarm level was so high that like their insanely overpowered oh. shit was coming out and just attacking me. But the game wasn't telling me that. Like nothing in the game like made that clear in any way. And I would have to spend 45 minutes just to get shot and like wonder what was happening. So, so I sort of like got pissed off with it. And did you ever go back to it to well, that scenario? I, I haven't since I read the thing because I was just sort of like personally offended and being like, what? Like the game told me none of this. Yeah. How am I supposed to know this? Yeah, and I get it. I just sort of got mad at it. But I, I do mean to go back and do it and try to beat it. But it's just, I don't know, it's silly. And the problem, the other problem I've ran into, right, is so now in order to pass that, I need items that I could have purchased back at the, like, Shadowrun, like, home base. But now I'm auto-saved on the mission. And now there's, like, like computer programs that can decrease the alert level that I don't have on me because I didn't know that I even needed that. Well, and this transitions exactly why... I sort of stopped playing as well because I played about an hour and a half and it's it's shitty but in this sort of Kickstarter world of where you see something of nostalgia that you like immediately fall in love with it's like oh shit like they're remaking like they're going back yeah. to this isometric shadow run I can't wait and I get so excited for everything um, and my imagination spins out of everything I want to do and then suddenly I start I sit down to play it in the, you know, obviously nothing can live up to what my imagination of the game is. So when you're playing it, it's very much like beat scenarios, you know, like you get sent on a mission and then you're on the mission and here's the map of the mission from what I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if it changes, but yeah, I, no, it's, I, it's like super linear. Like there's no like running around. Right. So like the very first thing you go on is you're in your apartment and you check this computer where someone sends you a message from the grave 
Um, <laughs> the story's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I kind of like it. So then you have a flashback of this mission where you are fighting with that guy right. that sent you the message. And that's so, in a sense like the tutorial mission, right. basically. So then the next mission, mission, it's like, go to Sanford. No, Seattle. Go to Seattle, which is the cyberpunk haven i guess i don't know <laughs> stop us if you have any questions <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm going into too much detail to explain what i'm saying but it's uh so you just have this like one-off like area that you're trapped in and it tells you finish what you're doing here and then we'll move you forward which i mean such rose tinted glasses of these the super nintendo game i'm sure because i haven't played it in 20 years but I just it's it doesn't it just doesn't have the flow of me going around and doing what I want to do. I'm doing exactly what they tell me Definitely. to do, and which goes I, against the idea of why you would play this game in the first place. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe it is. I just remember in the first one, kind of being able to like choose which town I wanted to go to or something right. like that, and picking a companion that I wanted to have. It felt almost more like a role Fallout. Game. Yeah, like Fallout yeah. and stuff than it did. Like Actually, this. The, this game is way more accurate to what it would be like to basically be playing the role-playing game because the computer, in a sense, just sort of acts as like, like the game master the GM, yeah. and it's just sending you on your journey. And so I actually took to it pretty easily because it's oh, like, okay. oh, this is all about the story and I'm making... But th the problem is you don't have much agency in like how the story plays out like it's pretty like set yeah you can kind of just have a flavor of like how you respond to people well, it could either be like fuck you yeah and, like, yeah you're all right you know but like well what, either like way, one of the first happens. things you do like when you make your guys you pick the personality i think where you're like street smarts or oh no that commercial you, no you're talking about your, your charisma thing that yeah. that actually in itself isn't your own personality there are just dialogue options that if you are a specialist in that type of oh, conversation, i thought that would just literally like changed how your guy was no no reacting. no you you can just pick whatever dialogue choices you want but if you have say a you know a specialty in security then that means when you're talking to like security people there are dialogue options that open up that you like speak their lingo right. yeah but that's why i like it's you know it was a kickstarter game so it, it was just my expectations got out of control and uh you know obviously these guys only had a certain budget and a certain amount of people so what they made i know is a quality product but i want a full game <laughs> right you know and it's just this yeah i don't what, know what i think that is cool about it that i haven't seen in action yet but apparently what i've heard is they've released like the assets to sort of build worlds and apparently people can essentially author their own like stories because there's no voice oh, actor really? yeah so there's no voice actor or anything everything's just text so uh i guess if someone with a lot of time on their hands which is obviously neither of us three would design some sort of story for people to play you could essentially go on there download them and play new stories so i think what oh, they really what cool. they've given as the game in quotes is sort of their version of like here's a story that you the community like you could tell one like this sure and so people who can painstakingly go in and make it so i'm actually sort of looking forward to checking back in and like i don't know half a year or a year or something and just seeing like story maybe people that i'm hoping they can like rate them and you yeah. can go you know what everyone loves to this never story. happen John, John going back. 
you never hey, don't don't doubt my love of Shadowrun, man. <laughs> well, I Chummer. as someone that loves, I always love the idea of user created content because I do again. I spiral out of this like, oh, dude, like there's lots of people that spend tons of time on this stuff, and they're gonna make free amazing content that. Like Little Big Planet, I sure. totally no, no, never even. They did it in Infamous too, also. They yeah, yeah, that was, I, that was the super, first thing I yeah. turned off. Yeah, like, as fast as possible. I know. Like, I was like, what are all these green? No, I don't want any of that. I'm just gonna do this story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, it'll reach a point eventually where that becomes interesting and well done. Maybe I don't know, but sure. But I, you know, I'm actually, even though I just bitched about, you know, how bad it went with that particular mission, like I'm generally pretty happy with the product and, and my expectations weren't super inflated. Like I knew pretty, I, I like just watching the videos and knowing that it was text only. I was like, okay, like this is pretty simple. Yeah. And so with that in mind, it, it is, you know, it's not that expensive. I think it's like, like 15 bucks or something like that. Something I like want to say, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, if yep, I'm going to say that's fact. Yep. 100%. I don't think it's, I don't think anyone, anyone who has like no knowledge or understanding of Shadowrun is going to really get a ton out of it. Uh, to me, it's just a pure like nostalgia piece. Like if you're yeah. into this well, and thing, that's exactly it, it. That's where it fits the Kickstarter yeah. perfectly. Exactly. So I probably shouldn't get it. Yeah. You'd probably, you'd, you'd be better off just playing like XCOM or something. Like yeah, that's a far better of which like that's XCOM. what you should do with the PC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> That game's a man. Like, man, that yeah, makes Shadowrun look like shadow shit. Like, <laughs> XCOM's like unbelievable. Yeah, you guys are talking about that for oh. a while. I'll be talking. Yeah, that's a fucking amazing no. game. <laughs> that's one of that, Are you guys. Honestly, gonna, that's one of the best games I've like ever played. Are you like, guys excited for the declassified, the XCOM declassified? Uh, I'm like curious about it. I, from everything I can see, it doesn't look it is like it's. on my Gamefly list. Uh, and I was excited about it for a while, but now it's sort of winding into, will I have time to play this? No, no, <laughs> probably, probably well, what's, not. What's crazy is it comes out the same day as I think like Saints, Saints Row, Row 4, 4. Oh. And, and if this is your thing, like Splinter Cell. Like, oh. all drop on the same day. Well, um, Trevor has that's, Splinter Cell no, already. That's my thing. Trevor, I know. You, well, you and me creep in the shadows and <laughs> yeah. choke fools out and mark and execute. I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, more. Trevor, when he that. first got his PC because he installed the last Splinter Cell, correct? Well, <laughs> for the record. So excited. For the record, I was excited because my graphics card, I get black, I got Blacklist for free. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, my they they wow. have a deal with the company, so I just put it in the thing and, and it'll be available to download when it's free. But they also gave me Splinter Cell Conviction for free. So I downloaded which was the previous one that came yeah. out where you're pretty much leaving. I actually really liked that yeah. game. Like I thought it was pretty cool. The only thing though it's basically is like a twenty four game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like your keeper Sutherland or Liam Neeson. Um but you, the only thing is that was one of those things where I was like, I really like playing with the keyboard and mouse, but it is really easy to yeah. like just get headshots. He was, he I was, was like, so excited <laughs> that he could just point at somebody and shoot them. Like, I was just like, his head dead, his head dead. Like the, I didn't have to like configure the joysticks, and I was like, this is really easy, but am I gonna get tired of it being this easy? <laughs> Welcome to the world of PC. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, that's... and I'm not even like a PC elitist type, but yeah. 
That's what people have been trumpeting forever. But see, I never understood that. Like, I never played shooters on a PC with a mouse and keyboard because to me, that's just like not fun. That's like, like if cheating. It's just literally like pointing a mouse at stuff. Right. Like, I, I, there's something about like having the trigger and the joystick. It feels more like challenging to me. And more like you're holding a weapon as opposed yeah. to like I feel like if you're I played, actually like aiming something. Yeah. If I, I feel like if I played Battlefield or Call of Duty on the PC I, after a couple of missions, I'd be like, okay, I'm just clicking things. Well, the idea ahead. though is go online and play against other people with a mouse oh, and yeah. then you'll realize why you which know. is how i yeah i used to play um games online on pcs with people i was pretty good at it though. i mean you go play you know i don't know go play like team fortress guys that are like rocket jumping everywhere and, and you don't even know what i'm talking about no i know <laughs> I, I, vaguely, I, I know what team fortress yeah. is but i haven't played it's it quake yet. right that's what you're talking about yeah totally <laughs> yeah 100 that's what i figured <laughs> quake territories can um, we do a gaming pc near you that's right I've uh, not to de-evolve the podcast even further, but I've also been playing this game that they released <laughs> a, a uh, adventure game. All right, called the Raven, which I don't know if you've even heard of it. But I thought we were about to go back down the magic rabbit. Magic. No, no. Well, Longino was playing I was magic. Backing up from the mic to give it a big woo. But. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I am playing magic. He, is, but, uh, he was know. playing it when we came here. Yes, he but, bought real cards. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I totally did. After I, you know, honestly, after our last podcast and we talked about it so much, I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to turn this into a fucking magic podcast like again. But yeah. Yeah, I went and bought like. I, well, I love. Cards. I talked to Longino about this before. Like, we play board games, we play tons of video games, everything else. But somehow, I can draw the line at like, you're a fucking loser because <laughs> you play Magic. <laughs> what yeah. a joke! But no, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to just it's I would, something I kind of want to dabble in and see what I can do with it. Yeah. But anyways, the Raven because I'm not going down this. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, the Raven is just as nerdy and ridiculous. It's essentially like a casual adventure game, which is in honestly my favorite type of game that's sort of my bread and butter and they don't make them as much anymore well, what do you mean casual well ca- casual in the sense of like I-, I like games that require thought but not like a time limit or any sort of pressure like a ve- by casual i just sort of mean like there's a mystery to solve the, the plot of the game is click like around and figure yeah, it out yeah just point and click adventure yes. kind of yes my favorite game of all time <laughs> yes and like th- this one is, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of like the book of unwritten tales, but, uh, that was sort of a- another like casual sort of adventure game that came out last year. Uh, that was pretty good. It was pretty funny. And, and they, they those guys made this and they're doing it sort of tail, uh, telltale style, this like episodic thing where you sort of pay for the Raven season. And I think there's going to be like three episodes, but it's really like, it's, it's, it's a really standout name. Oh, I know. <laughs> But it's it's right up my alley because it's like you're playing a uh you're like a European inspector on a train like the Orient Express and it's like this Ooh. Agatha Christie like kind of mystery. Did you ever play the? Oh yeah, Midnight. No, no yeah, Midnight no, no. Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Min- or no, no, no. Um, the, yeah, it's not the Orient, the Last Express. There I we go. What you're talking about. Yes, I love that. That was game. not a casual. That was that game was that great. was literally because well, like, that was a real time game. You which had was to be crazy. like. Like there was train cars and stuff you could move from, and there was people that were no. literally round, moving around in real time. So you had to be in the right spot at literally yes. the right time to complete. Like at the bottom so of the would, screen, like, it would, it would show right you space. like where the train is on its destination, 
And so there no, was... No, I think you could pause it and see. There was there was not on the bottom of the screen any oh. sort of indicator, but you could basically... Either way. Yeah. But there, yeah, but there was, was a, there was a clock with like what time it was. Yeah, I mean. it was literally like you'd miss key moments and could yeah. not complete the game because you did not listen to that conversation. Yeah, that oh, game was wow. incredible. It did also have a cool thing. No, it was awful, actually. No, <laughs> no it, was, it, was, it was cool. I played it. I just, I um, never finished it. You could also never... rewind to a specific point in time and then you'd have a few minutes to decide whether or not you want to stay there and then you heard like the train going and once it left like the station in quotes and you heard it leave, then now you were locked in and everything you had just previously done like got erased. But anyway, we don't have to do the, the history of adventure game, train mystery games. With Please John, bring us like. on the journey, John. But did this, you ever play? Wait, I'm, to go back in the history, sure, did sure. you ever play Day of the Tentacle? Oh, of course. The, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I those, just want to make sure. Yeah, those old Lucas are like Day of the Tentacle and Sam and Max, and those are like some of the best games ever. Like, they, I don't know these, any of these. There are these old Lucas Arts adventure games that are just great. Like, I don't know if you ever heard like Full Throttle or anything like that. There, there were these like. Uh, just sort of point-and-click inventory puzzle-solving adventure games with this sort of comedic sense, and especially Day of the Tentacle. Like, Day, Day of the, the Tentacle, Tentacle is, like, A+, plus, like, well, one of the best. Day of the Tentacle um, especially had this mechanic because you were three different characters, and they were split into three different pieces of time. It, it, one yeah, was it was a time the, travel game. One was in the present, one was in the future, and one was in the past. But so all at the, first, the, at the yeah. Maniac Mansion house. Yeah, it, well, it's a sequel to the Maniac Mansion, uh, and there would be mechanics where like someone would be in the past and like would be with, uh, I don't mean like you'd get the original American flag straight from, uh, uh, what's her name? Who's, uh, who's the woman that Betsy is Ross. Yes. Betsy Ross. Yeah. Like as she sews the original American flag, you like manipulated it to be a tentacle. Yeah. Monster well, that, that one specifically then, was someone in the future needed to pretend to be a tentacle to get around. So you change the American flag to a tentacle costume. Yes. And then you have to the, like in the revolution to so, like, so that in the future they could put it yeah, on. And so walk then around. you'd have to like bury it. Right. So then the future could yeah. like dig it well, out. No, no, it was work. on the roof of the building. Yeah. Just flying. Cause it's actually great. It's when all said and done at the end of that game, like in during the credits, they raised the American flag and it's yeah. like a tentacle <laughs> flag. It's, it's pretty fucking funny. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to know about any other adventure games yeah. I've played? With? But uh, no. So, but the Raven is is at no day of the tentacle by any means. But it's basically just like a it's a thief stealing jewels in Europe, and you're this investigator that's walking around and talking to people and basically using items to solve puzzles and stuff. It's very straightforward, very easy. But uh, I've been playing that, and I, I'm almost done with sort of the first one. But if anyone's into sort of like those old school casual like inventory games, it's right up in there, and it's actually done pretty well. So is it straight up? Is it like first person or no? No, it, it's a third person. It's basically, but the the mechanics could not be simpler. It's like you have a mouse, you click around. So you click on stuff, pick it up. You have like an inventory slot in the Are you bottom. Combining items. Yeah, thing. you combine. You basically click and drag things onto other things, and that's pretty much it. What I what I like about it is it's it's not entirely linear because there's sort of these optional mysteries that you you can advance on to the next level without having like solved any everything. Or if you want to be like a super sleuth, you can like go around. Like there's this woman that's missing a purse. And there's a guy that like can't get to his train car, and then there's this back train car. As a thief, you are retrieving a woman. No, so you're person. not the thief. Oh, there, the Raven is this master thief of Europe that you are trying to catch, and it's 
probably one of the people in the game because no. it's that like one of us might bum, be the bum, dude. Bum. Yeah. So you're going around talking to people, like listening to what they're saying and, and sort of trying to solve their problems and also figure out who is the one or whatever. And I like it a lot because it's an adventure game, which I like. And then I, I'm a super big fan of like Agatha Christie, who done it kind of mystery stuff. And it's got that theme going on. It's not quite as funny as as um, Book of Unwritten Tales. Like that game was just actually very much in the style of those old LucasArts games, like kind of a comedy adventure game. Mm-hmm. This game's a little more serious in tone, but uh, it's not without some light moments. But it's super, bar- like, it's not going to knock your socks off graphically or anything. <laughs> like, But anyway, if that if that's your kind of style of game, it's worth at least checking out. I'll have to check that out, maybe. Probably no, <laughs> you didn't nah. understand a word we were saying that entire time. I'm just time. like, yeah, yeah. No, but you should. Really if you good. ever have a hot minute, like, Day of Tentacle is worth a gander, at least. Like, that's a great game. Which, I'm, I don't think it's on Steam or anything like that. Like, it would be great if it was. Good old games, maybe? May- maybe. I think it might be, like, you need a disc and, like... Well, someone has ripped that at some point. I would assume yeah, yeah. that and Grim Fandango. Oh yeah, that game's great. I just too. bought it at Comic Con. So yeah, I went to Comic Con since we last recorded. I'm sorry, uh, not nah, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never been. I don't know I why really, I'm talking yeah. shit. Like, uh, you should go. It's I mean yeah. at least once. I it's, hear it's I really pretty cool. Go, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, I hear okay. some people are into it. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. I usually spend a lot of time just on the show floor looking for figures to buy and sure. shit like that because I have a giant fucking chest, a display case of nerd things. Um, and I, I like to buy some of the art stuff. I want to start one of those that just like have a sketchbook and stuff because that's a lot of fun to do. Uh, I don't ever go to panels because what's the fuck is the It'll point? Be on YouTube in a second. I don't want to wait. Literally, yeah, your whole I, life. Last year, uh, my fiance and I went, and uh, it was going to be like a Futurama and Simpsons, and we ignorantly thought, like, man, if we wake up at like six in the morning and get there right, that's going to be enough time to like get in line, and we'll wait until you know eleven o'clock when they start. That's like a lot. And no, nope. it was I shit you not. It's the the line is like half a mile long. That's ridiculous. I'm not exaggerating. It goes Good out God. the building, down into this park, around this <laughs> at, man-made lake. At some point, isn't someone like, I'm a half a mile out. There's no way I'm making it in. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, and that's what we asked. It was like, it was like at, at some point in the line, we asked one of the people that, you know, attendant of some sort. It was like, is there a guarantee at some point where you're going to get in or something like that? And they say, well, they don't empty the room at the end of each panel so this is hall h i think the big one that's where all the big things happen so once you get in i can sit there all day so there's even less of a guarantee that you're gonna get in if you're half a mile down that's ridiculous so i think they're waiting the people that are half a mile down are waiting for the next day basically oh wow either way really what i need to talk about with comic-con is they had a ps4 and an xbox one there to play yep um, I saw pictures of you. Kelly was posting them on Instagram. Yes. Did you um, know they were going to be there, or you just no. ran a corner and were like, "Oh shit!" Well, last year there was a there was a pretty big game presence. Last year, um, specifically, Nintendo had like a pretty big booth, and that was a lot of fun to check out, like the 3ds and stuff like that. Um, I don't think they had any Wii U's or anything, but still don't. I think I don't know. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> they don't care. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I was hoping they would. But I had no, I didn't look it up to see if they would. But, yeah, they had them. They were right next to each other, clearly gunning out for each other. Wait, like uh, across the way or like no, literally not, right next to each like other? Like if you were standing in one, you could be confused that you were in the, wow. they were like interwoven. Nah, wow. It wasn't that bad, but uh, okay. they were like, they were, cause it was basically you walk to the convention floor and go to the very far corner and they like dominated that corner. And uh, yeah, Xbox and PS4 were right side by side. Did so, it take you long to get up to it? No, uh, we got there cause we spent two days there the first day we just did the whole show floor uh kelly and i do this very mathematical like go up and down each aisle to find <laughs> worst way to do it by the way especially if you're annoyed like us who can't stand being around crowds it's awful yeah let's maximize our crowd time <laughs> yeah exactly the really comic-con's a good place for that yeah Pro tip, if you're going to go to Comic-Con, just go wherever your eye takes you. Don't try to, don't find a path and try to stick to it because it's awful. Just go. Um, but yeah, so the next day I, I told Kelly, like, I don't care what we do. The only two things I need to do is play Xbox and play PS4. <laughs> so that was the very first thing on our agenda and we went right there. And uh, it was... Uh, I don't know, maybe like a 20-minute line for each. Oh, that's Man, not bad not at all. Yeah. What were they running on them? What, say that? What's like, that? what were they running on them? Like like a game? Oh, yeah. So like... uh, for PS4, they gave me the option. I, I had heard later that they had maybe other booths set up elsewhere, but the two options they gave me was uh, Drive Club and Octodad. And so I, one option. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, you told me about it. Surprisingly, no, I said just give me whatever's first because oh, wow, okay. the only thing that I'm concerned about is getting my hands on the controller. Graphics to me, I can look at a screenshot or look at a video and I can sure. see that. Yeah, I you want to see how it feels yeah. and plays. So I told them whatever's first and Octodad was what came up first. And it was actually the best surprise of it because... Well, that's what I meant. I, to me, it's like Drive Club. Like, I don't give a flying fuck. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying... No, like, no, no. no. After their, like, Drive Club presentation, I was like, well, I know what I don't care at all about. Like, the guy's just they like, oh, about... sexy cars and the leather. And I was just like, They I were talking about it so shit. much, and I was like, am I yeah. missing out on something? What don't is give a shit. And they, they like, giving it away for free, and I'm like, still don't yeah, care. Yeah, like, that's what that. they keep talking about. They're like, Drive Club for free. I'm like, I don't even want it. Yeah. <laughs> just please Can don't. Can you pay me for it? Yes. Maybe that I'll Maybe play Pay me. Yeah, no, um, no knock against Octodad at all. That, that game looks interesting. Have you seen anything? This was the. No, I've I, only seen what they showed at the like conference. Of oh, it, gotcha. this guy like stumbling around. Yeah, so it looks so weird. I, I had like, only right. heard about it on other podcasts that don't exist because this is the only and best podcast. <laughs> all two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we invented podcasts. I don't know if you know this. We're we are amazing. the first to record ourselves. <laughs> so I had heard about what Octodad was, but I had never seen anything about it so i got to play it and it is pretty damn hilarious because they it's this intentionally like bad controls of like hold l1 to control your arms and then like the left <laughs> stick is your like x and y dimension but the right stick is your like oh, z so weird. you're like moving all over the place and it's, it's like, like drunk gaming or yeah something. almost <laughs> and it's like real simple things of like like 
go uh, the the scenario they put you in was get dressed for a wedding that you're about to be in. <laughs> so you have to go to your dressing room and it's like open up your closet. So then your hand. This is gonna be hard to describe uh, fucking audio, but it's like your hand just like reaches for the door and like can't grab the door and then you grab it and like whip it open it's like grab your hat and then it's like you grab the hat and like try to get it on your head but then uh i can't wait till someone's like amazing in that game like yeah figured out all the controls and- exactly so but then it's uh you know like i think maybe hold r2 to start activating your feet and then like you know it's like <laughs> oh wow no it's like l2 is your left foot and r2 is your right foot so like you hold R2 and push forward, and then you hold L2 to push forward, and so you're like <laughs> octopus like shuffling, yeah, shuffling all around, and you knock stuff over. That's funny. So they give you some time to like mess around, but then I guess there's maybe an, a mechanic that actually shows up later that's the more you mess around, if there's people around to notice you, they'll notice that you're not a human. Because this whole idea is that you're an octopus uh, <laughs> like disguising so himself as a human. I want to play this so bad right so, now. That's great. Yeah, so once you're like, the point you get to in this is that you're, uh, uh, you get to the, like, the walk to the altar and everyone stands up and looks <laughs> to you. So you have to do this walk <laughs> you're like and you're trying to knock down, and... you're, yeah, you're trying not to <laughs> knock down the flowers and stuff. Cause if you do, they're like, you know, little alarms will show up. And but like visually, like you're obviously an octopus. Yes. It's like, uh, how yes. 100%. You're awesome. an octopus in a tuxedo at this point. <laughs> and then they tell you, you get to the altar and it's like, you don't have the ring. So no. it tells you to go to this little <laughs> chest and get the ring out. But you have to like <laughs> scoop everything. It's fun. But uh, yeah, that controller is, it's great. It's, it's. This is PS4. Yeah. It's, uh, the triggers are so much better than the squishy ps3 triggers i don't think i don't know do either any of us really play ps3 primarily i like for me no. anytime i get a game xbox is the first one i go to playstation is actually my primary oh really yeah it's interesting because xbox for many a year was my primary but in the last like six months <laughs> i've like switched to you were like ps3 because i'm like guys. i literally have been like well those trophies carry over and i'm getting a <laughs> ps4 yeah. and so now that's become my priority playstation um, 3 is actually my primary because uh from the playstation 1 that's just been like i don't know i'm so used yeah, to the control the totally. and I'm just, like, used to that, yeah um yeah i've no i certainly have no beef with the ps3 controller yeah yeah it's um, perfectly fine it's perfectly fine but i just i really think the xbox is yeah. just, like 360 specifically yeah. is just the, the literally the greatest controller ever made. So wow, the PS4 controller That's a trademark statement from Nick right there. No, I think it is. I, it's it's not perfect, but I think it is the most solid controller built. I'm curious, this new controller on a scale from Ouya to 360, <laughs> where where does it fall? Because Ouya is the what is it? Oh, is the the, the Stradivarius yeah. of, of controllers? Are we talking like Dreamcast level or um, in sixty four? No, we it's it is rock. It, it's rock solid. My only complaint about it was that that touchpad on it. Because um, mm-hmm. the first thing I did was go to click that, and I thought it was almost going to be like the new uh, MacBooks, where it's like right, kind right. of a click anywhere, like kind of like a jelly. But that's the best word I got for it right now. But it really is this kind of clumsy, like, brick click of, like, you you click in the whole touchpad. Oh, it feels, really? It feels really bad. 
again, this was on a show floor too, so it could have been just people been like click click click, click right, right, just worn out. But oh, uh, that's disappointing. But the triggers felt great. <clears throat> just felt comfortable in your hands. It had a good weight to it. Um, the D pads, that same D pad that they've always had, but the uh, the sticks had that nice like dent in them now. Nice. And it was like really good. Um, and I thought like, well, this cements me like this. This is the best controller. But then I got to play the Xbox controller. <laughs> it's a better controller still. <laughs> oh wow! It wow. still feel I like I didn't even. Did get they to change anything? Like what? It's a lot. It's again. It's a little bit bigger, and it's just got a little bit more heft to it, just mm-hmm. to feel right. Um, so you're the, saying PlayStation Four controller is better than Xbox? One. No, I'm no, saying no, the Xbox, Xbox controller is better. Oh than wow! The, saying Xbox One win greater but, than uh, PS4. Yeah, but <laughs> greater this, than or equal to yeah. or greater than? It is on the slightest level, though. I'm not okay. saying it like takes it by a mile. And really, what tipped me on like tipped me over on that is the D-pad, um, which you don't use that much. But the fucking 360 D-pad just pretty bad oh it's so, it's so awful bad. but on this one it is so rock solid of like the, just the feel of it the click on it is so strong and so sharp and uh because to me that was always the advantage of the ps3 controller was their d-pad was like perfectly fine yeah. right i like the ps3's d-pad i think they did a creative thing with it and it, that all stemmed from like i don't know if you guys know this but nintendo had a patent on that straight cross d-pad oh really yeah they've had a patent on it for years and that's why nobody can do any time you bought any sort of third party shit it was always some sort of get around it that's kind <laughs> of a dick move and hence why sony has their version of d-pad which sure. isn't it's like you know, four the, separate yeah, buttons, yeah. but that just ran out so xbox one now is capitalizing on that by making a straight cross d-pad um but yeah, it feels great. So, and I know it's most of the times either one you're using it for fighting games like a crazy person, <laughs> or two it's for like menus and yeah. stuff like that. And it just felt so great. Um, their triggers are obviously, I think, as much as PS4 moot like advanced on theirs. I still think that that full stolen from Dreamcast triggers that they have are great. Um, really, the biggest problem I had with the Xbox One controller is the way I play it is I only keep my my first finger up on the triggers. I don't keep both my middle and my first up there. Yeah, that's yeah. How I do it. So to get to those bumpers, it felt like it was like a real like stretch to get up there. Like oh. they really wanted you to have both up there, and huh. even to push them in, it was such like a hair trigger that I felt like I was really like kind of cranking down on it. I didn't hmm. know. Again, this could be show floor, like sure. worn out. But, Wait, uh, so you're meant to have like your index finger on the bumper and your like middle finger on the trigger? Yeah, exactly. I, I can't play like that. Fuck that. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. So it, the the stretch felt, but still the overall feel, they, they have that like, again, it's not just the D-pad that sells it on it. It's again, I, I still appreciate the uh, analog stick placement. Yeah. I, right. I don't know why... Sony doesn't just rip that off and move their... That, so that never made a difference at all to me. Like, I don't know why. I just never even really it noticed just it. It feels more comfortable to me. But their actual analog sticks, too, the, the grooves they have on it and everything just feel... <laughs> it just feels so right. 
But <laughs> you're just going to walk around with it in your hands. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a hand massage for me. Yeah. But what I played was that, uh, that rise game, that Roman empire. Oh, right. Was that fun? No, it was oh. complete. Garbage. Fucking dog shit. <laughs> oh, because it's a bunch of quick time events, right? It's not it, actually quick time events, right? Um, it used to be a connect game, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that's that what I've heard. Cracks the code right that's, there. Of like, why? <laughs> like, I know what we can. Move. But even like you watch, I watched other people playing it, and it seemed exciting to me. And like, I watched other people like failing at certain states. I'm like, yeah, you fucking losers. I'm the best at video games. I'll get up there and show you. Um, and no, I, I died three or four times. Thankfully, they have it set up at the demo station that you don't actually die. It just says at the bottom of the screen, like, you would have died at this oh. moment. <laughs> but, so wait, what, is, is just the inputs are bad? Or like, what's yeah, wrong? Yeah, well, it's because it's such just sloppy. Like, you're kind of like moving around where you don't want to be moving around sometimes. Like, your guy's just so, like, it's it's just not tight is, I guess, the I, the best way I can describe sure. it. So you get these, like, first thing you're doing is you're uh, a Roman getting off the boat, doing his best gladiator ripoff of, like, uh, we're going to go get these assholes. So then, Yeah. <laughs> Braveheart, but whatever. Same, same <laughs> thing. Same thing. So you rush off on this boat, and it says, go kill all these barbarians. And so you then you immediately get surrounded by three guys. And you have the most basic of attack, block, Move. I guess that's really it. <laughs> wow. So sounds riveting. That sounds. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happens is here's here's how it plays out. Uh, pick a guy you want to attack. Attack him twice. Wait for the prompt to show up of hit X, Y, or A. Uh, hit that button or don't, because your guy will kill him either way. Wow. And that's. I don't Wait, again so what, this might this might have been this like, might have been the demo of it but it would be like the prompt would come up and on multiple times apparently like a jackass I would miss the prompt but my guy would just kill him like it would go through the animation of kill him so it's not like a quick time event you're still doing the hack and slash of it but what comes like what happens is so I pick a guy to attack and then I hit him twice but then someone hits me in the back and I hit defend but my defend doesn't defend that, so I take a hit. And then you take, like, five hits and you die. It's just this really boring, like... And then it gets to this scene where it's like, okay, you're in the uh, phalanx, the, the, the lineup sure. of shields, and it's this real basic mechanic of, like, hit L1 to bring the phalanx up and guard against the guys attacking. And then once the arrows hit your shield... You let it go, advance for it a little bit. Oh, arrows are coming. Put the shields down. <laughs> oh, All right, let it go, and then move forward a little bit, and then you get to. <laughs> and John's falling asleep as they're talking like, about this. Literally, am. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so fucking dull. And it was to the point too where it was like, like this is a brand new system. The graphics look nice, but I'm not blown away. Um, well, to me, that makes complete sense if it's that basic if it was a connect game if it was like hold your hand up yeah, to block the bullshit right, put yeah. your hand forward to block the bullshit like <laughs> it's just and i would block actually the bullshit it's a better name for this game i would actually love <laughs> to play a game with connect like that where you're like swinging a sword and block like you can actually use your natural reflexes but yeah what would you 
I don't know, because you don't have a sword in your hand. Well, I don't know. When I so play, like, I have a sword fuck? game on the Wii, and uh, it was the, no, it was the, using the PlayStation. Well, you have Move. to know this about Trevor that he wants, he wants virtual <laughs> reality yeah. more than anybody else so on this bad, planet. So he is bad. willing to go to great lengths. Just I, to, I, I'm gonna download like a super, or I'm gonna buy a Superman game with the Oculus Rift and just be standing in my yeah, room with dude, my fist. Seriously, out. the Oculus Rift. No, Can I will tell you totally again. We need to move forward on getting that whatever friend you had last time yeah. we talked. No, yeah, my buddy Adam, like, yeah, like had it or whatever. Did we talk about this last time? We, we talked, talked about, about that you had it, and I'm talking about how we. we I need, need to, to invade it. your friend oh, Adam's. It's amazing, like the connect. I saw that. And I was like, well, it's a waste of fucking time. But I put the Oculus Rift on, and like 2.5 seconds was like, okay, this is like, yeah. this is gonna be a thing. <laughs> For real. There was a pretty interesting, uh, I, I was reading on Kotaku, one of the guys decided to do the full on, um, I'm going to play Oculus Rift for five straight hours wow. to see if I can do it. Like, you know, when you sit down to fucking yeah. game, you're going to do it. But so, the screen's like one inch from your eyeball. It's like, wow. That's so start. that's what he was saying. Like he started out with uh, uh, Dishonored. And oh, that okay. game doesn't have Oculus Rift built in. Some person just made a mod for it. Oh, okay. And he said, like, the calibration for it was already off, that, like, his left and right eye was, like, switched and immediately got nauseated. Oh, jeez. Stopped, took a lunch, came back, and then went to Half-Life 2 Episode 1. And um, oh, shit. that one is completely built for it now, I think. I think Valve maybe back-loaded it like, sure. uh, like with their Team Fortress 2 sort of source code stuff. Um, but yeah, he said he played that front to back, and uh, yeah, he said like, because the way it has it now, the, like the resolution is so bad that he said it was like kind of like looking through his screen door for that long, <laughs> gave him a headache. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh but yeah, he said, uh, after all, it was sort of like the weight on your cheeks got a, a lot after, you know, that much time. Definitely. Um, but overall he just said he didn't really have that many like side effects after he didn't feel like queasy after hmm. he, he said, you know, it's rough going at times. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I want to desperately want to get my hands on one. Yeah. Yes. It's, it is when, well worth experiencing. When is it supposed to come out? Well, I mean, I think you can. You well, can, I know they Kickstarter. I think you kit. can. Yeah, I think yeah. I want to say you can still pitch in and just buy. I think a, you can uh, a kit, but it's, I think he got his for I want to say like two fifty or three hundred dollars. Like he oh, got the kit and the yeah, it ain't cheap. Things, yeah. No, no, I'm saying oh, that's cheap. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like, like a, a whole other system. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I thought it was gonna be like this two thousand dollars thing. Uh, like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's. I mean, it is obtainable. Like, yeah, if that's you crazy. Check it out. So, oh wow, I'm yes, gonna have to look into Trevor, that. You should spend your hard earned <laughs> money on getting an Oculus Rift and invite me over. And then, yeah, well, I'll play it and talk about it in the podcast. Because I see, I want to I wanna have an Oculus Rift. Like, I love the idea of the technology of the Kinect and the Oculus Rift. And, like, and that stupid thing that you run in place <laughs> on. I would not get that. That was, that's I've seen that. I forgot what that's called, but that thing is insane. It doesn't matter what it's called. <laughs> I don't have room for that in my it house. kind of awesome. I mean, <laughs> it's cool. Trevor, it folds up like a. Exercise equipment it fits under your bed. I think, it, I, I think like if you have a gaming room, that might be really cool because you can have the Oculus Rift and all that. But I, I really feel like the Kinect um, or whatever technology is next or whatever in um, lateral, like with PlayStation I or whatever, like being able to just be still standing and like move around. I mean, I guess you still need joysticks because you need to move your character forward. But 
I like that idea of like I I my natural instincts and reflexes play into a game as sure. opposed to like oh i didn't hit the you know button on time or i didn't press y when it asked me to press y like it's actually me like no and like stopping like i feel like that's kind of cool like the next step for gaming some somehow well i really hear like maybe john as the per- one person in this room that's used an oculus rift i've heard the one thing that really is the most disorienting is that it doesn't have you can move your head left and right correct and it'll yes, follow yes but it's the forward and back that it won't like zoom in on objects yeah it's it's interesting it takes like a good minute to sort of just adjust to because it isn't like one-to-one actual you're in reality like in the area like you, it's very much like you what was disorienting about it is you can look all around all you want but if you say like crouch down or like get on your tippy toes or something like it's not tracking like your your y like axis yeah where you well, are. exactly I you're think pretty that, much yeah. kind of on a fixed like perspective plane and that coupled with the fact that you're not actually walking around that you sort of have to joystick it and what's weird is like it, there's a bit of tracking in when you turn left and right it because it obviously doesn't want you to be having to constantly move around like three six 360 degrees and like wrapping cords around yourself uh-huh. like it's pretty giving with like how far it goes to the left or right so you almost feel so you like you have to be real careful just like just like a 10 degree I, turn no, nothing like that but i think it's just because it's not exactly like you are used to in reality it just takes a moment to sort of get it like it's very much feels like a game like you're manipulating the mechanics of the movement it's just a cool kind of different way to do it but what's crazy about it is if you just stop in one place and you're just kind of looking around, I mean, the latency on, like, you looking at shit is pretty spot on. Like, granted, the one I was doing was uh, just sort of like a test demo, you know, so I'm sure it was very controlled. I can't imagine if you're in, like, Skyrim or something and there's, like, a million things around. Because so what amazing. demo did you... They have, like, one where you're walking around, like, a fantasy town. Yeah, I think it was that, have, like, like a Citadel kind of just... It was, like, yeah, like, fantasy town mm-hmm. oh yeah there's exactly. that video of the guy doing did you guys see that the guy right doing, doing a roller, roller coaster, coaster with oculus and he uh, like gets freaked out <laughs> they also they yeah they have one of the myth mythbuster guys uh going on there too but anyways no. continue sorry well i mean I, that's about it really like it, it takes a it? minute to get used to i'm but. curious as a man that wears glasses though what do oh you know what, what i other? so when i did it i actually had my glasses on i had my contacts out and it actually oh. was fine like Fits there's around them yeah like there's enough space in the actual thing where you could put it on with glasses on and it might be like a little bit of a tight fit, but I have a big fucking head too. Yeah, so well, like that's, it, the, it that's okay. the shittiest part about like, I like to play games with headphones on and I have a real nice, uh, I have a nice pair of headphones, <laughs> um, but one, I have a huge head and two, I wear glasses. So like it yeah. pinches my like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I played all of Last of Us with headphones, but man, by the end of those sessions, I was dying. Yeah. Headphones is the way to play Last of Us, though. Yeah, that for is, sure. That would be awesome. Detail. Let's go time. back into that and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the Oculus Rift I found quite comfortable. Like, it wasn't this... And, and the weight of it, too. It wasn't like you were falling face first Yeah, well, down, that's like, exactly what this guy said. It's like, it's not even a pound yeah. in the weight, but he said, like, light. after five hours, like... Sure all your weight like falls right on your cheeks <laughs> that it's just like, but yeah, he was saying like crazy things. Like there's a moment where in uh, episode two or episode one where uh, Alex, the AI character like jumps in your arms and hugs you. And he said he had this like gut reaction to actually Whoa. like raise his arms. 
in which say I'm, you're a fucking loser and you're one of those guys that goes onto Reddit and talks about how much they love Alex and uh, I don't so know if you, you, you know, guys I've never, have I've never, never played Half Life. I've never so. played. You guys have never played Half Life, but <laughs> there's an AI character Alex and. I t- she's a great character. She's one of the better AI characters built out there, but the internet goes off on her. Like they are not even like a fantasy sort of like lust way. It's like a real creepy, cool world. Like if I could date <laughs> this girl, <laughs> it's like Jessica rabbit. Yes. Zone of like, yes. Wow. Like if, if okay. I could somehow be in the world and date her, I would, <laughs> Um, yeah, people get real creepy. It's only it. one character like that in all of anything for me. Ariel, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as a little on. kid, did you? Did yeah. you uh, we could turn this into the creep yeah. cast. If you want, but. Jasmine was always my Disney. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Disney, right. uh, Trevor, it's confession time. <laughs> who's, who's your Disney princess of choice? You had one. I don't know if I've thought about it. What? Come on, you never had like a little cartoon crush? I on? mean, I guess Ariel, yeah. Probably Ariel. That's right. Oh, yeah. safe, That's right. Safe choice. Well, you like redheads. So yeah. yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> but, but the Oculus Rift. When you look this <laughs> whatever it's a nerdy Let's get back shit. To Disney porn here. I'm gonna Oculus Rift the Little Mermaid. Oh it's gonna be amazing. Wow. Or maybe just Kingdom Hearts, the like aerial level or something. Yeah. Um <laughs> my face hurts from laughing right now. Um in the Oculus Rift, is it literally like broken up to your eyes to where like you feel like you're looking into something? Or are you aware that like you're looking into something? I mean, honestly, it feels like, it, like you're looking it at it. Like it fills your whole vision. It fills your entire screen. It's not like you're looking at a screen. Like, do feel, you actually if, have like a peripheral? Like, I could yeah. see a guy too. It, it, the best way to describe it, it feels like you're there. Uh, like it's it's sounds like, like I'm gonna buy it. I just it. got goosebumps. I know. Like I'm, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. Put that on the box. It feels <laughs> like you're there. No, it feels like dot dot dot. You're there. Yeah, uh, yeah it was just recently too. Did you guys hear that John uh, John Carmack, the guy that made uh, Doom and Wolfenstein, yes, super fucking coder extraordinaire. He just joined the Oculus Rift team. I did he's like this. That's C- true. He's the CEO. Oh, no, wow. and C what is CTO? I think CTO CTF or something. I don't know. CTO. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty because he has been a major sort of proponent of this. But yeah, that's exciting. If he's getting behind it and puts his fucking insane genius behind this, like, I really, I do want, like, to me, this is what I want to be the next step. Like, uh, graphics, I don't care about. I want want to to, be in the game. Yes, I want to step (laughs) into the game. Now, is the Oculus Rift that you can buy something, when you buy it, is it like... Is it finished? Like the product itself is finished, and they're working on the software. No. Or like, if I bought it no. now, would they I, be I like... mean, it's in development. Because as I said, like the I forget what the screens are, but it's like a really, really row, row, low oh, right. resolution. Um, so it wouldn't be worth spending the three hundred now. Well, it's well, tough because it, yeah, because it has to render because it's stereoscopic, so it's like it has to render twice into each eye. But the so. Like, I think they were talking about that most recent E3, they had a full 1080p version there because that's what they want. Yeah, they want crazy. two 1080p screens right in front of your yeah, eyes. Amazing. Well, I suppose if you took like, you know, a game that would render in like 60 frames a second and just did like, I don't know, 30 in each eye. And well, that's the what they've been doing like, for 3D shit. Sure. Like anytime you play a game in 3D, which I've never done, but that's what they do is split it because they need to render two separate. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna wait. No, 
but <laughs> we're gonna get one so we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, if we all go have like quarterzies or yeah, I like thirdsies. That. I like that thirdsies. Make I totally actually hundred dollars each. I totally would. Let's do it. Fuck, dude. If we got to all right, guys. <laughs> I think we got a plan for we'll the next podcast. Keep it at my place. Yeah. And, <laughs> and for for of the time. Yeah. This is the Simpsons episode yeah. where they buy fucking radioactive man. Wonder if they have magic in Oculus Rift. We're like, damn it, really look around that table. Yeah. Um, um, all right, let's do that. But yeah, other than that, um, Comic Con, uh, I haven't been. I haven't had a chance to play much in the way of games. I've been doing a whole lot of uh, prep for wedding stuff. Uh, Kelly and I are moving too, so we're looking for an apartment. You know, out this, Nick, this isn't your autobiography. You don't have to <laughs> lay it on the line. I'm just telling you why I haven't had a chance to play games. How but I, fucking I had a taco you. for dinner. It was pretty good. And I, <laughs> I shit it out later. <laughs> No, I'm just giving no, you shit. Hey, hey, on a podcast that's all of about course. Joe Blows, yes. this is what Joe Blows it do. Is, it is very much on this point. This is why You're Nick correct. hasn't been able to play. Yeah, but no, I the one thing I've uh, that has made me lose sleep is I got into uh, the Civ Five expansion, the mm. Brave New World. Yeah. Oh, God. I, got, I, 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 I was staying away from it specifically because of this reason. But last night I went to bed at 3 a.m. because I couldn't Welcome stop. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Couldn't stop playing. And it's not even like they've changed enough. I I haven't gotten far enough because I've heard it's a lot of uh, late game stuff that they changed sure. to keep it interesting. So you're not. But uh, for anyone that's played it, they've, they've added a lot of like uh, they've tweaked the cultural victory and stuff. So it's not impossible. Um and they added religion, which, or I think maybe even the last expansion added religion, yeah. but they tweaked the religion, modified it, yeah. and they added uh, trading, which makes it a lot more fun to actually talk to other civilizations and keep your trades up and stuff like that. And anytime I play these games, I always go straight military because that's your instinct in video games is to kill your enemies. Um, so this was the one time that I started out as the Chinese and I tried, I'm trying to play it straight. It's kind of looking like I'm going research victory. <laughs> Are uh, you stealing everyone's plans and well, making it yourself? Did they have, cause you played a lot of five, sure, just sure. base five. Did they have spies in that? Not, I, you know, I think they did, but I didn't use them a lot for some, I don't think they were as clear cut as say like Civ two where they were like pretty Vital. This one they have they I I I never saw him in five and I played quite a bit of base five no. but this time I like I got a spy even on accident and it's they spell it out pretty well for you it's like you can implant them in another city and they'll steal a technology you don't have yeah. but if they have a spy that they planted in their own city it acts as like a counter spy that can catch <laughs> you so uh. I, as a research guy, I'm, I'm sort of on top right now with research, so I planted it in my own town. Right, defensively. But yeah. some fucking asshole, like, stole a technology from me. <laughs> like, Wu-Su, my spy. Like, what the fuck <laughs> you doing, man? Son of a bitch. <laughs> that, that's his actual name, by the way. I didn't just make that up. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> but yeah, fuck, that game's great. I was yeah. like, last night, the 3 a.m. was, uh, I wanted to found, I think it's new to this version, is you can... Uh, there's a world embassy or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, so the first guy that has a printing press and to visit all other 
civilizations is the guy that founds the the embassy, the gotcha. world embassy. So I was I'm the I'm the first I have the printing press and I'm the only one that's exploring the oceans at this point. So I was desperately just like I had eight of them. So I'm just like sending all my ships in every direction of the world. Like, like find me Darth the other haters yes. sending out probes. Yes. Like, find me the other cultures. So I had to like, I just had to know what it was like to find this embassy, which is like, so anticlimactic. like instead of one delegate, you get two delegates. <laughs> well, actually, oh, wow. well, it's, it's pretty fun because, uh, I get two delegates, but then I also, I'm the one to propose worldwide, uh, uh, sanctions or whatever like uh you get to choose things it it was a lot of fun um because it's like like propose a world's fair which will like everyone's technology is boost but every like you have to uh add in your own manufacturing cost and whoever huh. adds the most gets a bonus at the uh, end. So it's like a competition. Yeah, like, and it tells you right. Cool. It tells you right at the bottom, like these civilizations would be happy if you propose this. These civilizations would be mad if you propose this. So uh, there's other ones where too, like you can out and out say uh, like uh, put a trade sanction on this civilization. So it would say like no one's allowed to trade with these people, and no one in the <laughs> world is allowed to trade with oh, these wow. people anymore. So, so just some multiple ways to be a bastard. Yeah, so if you're the leader of this council and you can like try to but it's all a voting thing and eventually this thing like evolves into the UN wow. and you can get a victory Jesus. by just doing this. It's really it's a whole lot of fun. And basically all this stemmed from because uh I was on a Reddit post where they were talking about this game. It's a little bit older, but it's called Crusader Kings 2. Um which is a Civ sort of game, but it's far more like you only play in Europe sure. and you're playing as semi-real European leaders and stuff. But it's Civ times a million, I guess. I Again, I, I played it, started playing the tutorial and I was just like, uh, this is way too much. <laughs> because the Reddit thread was just talking about how like you get into these like it's it's all like it's way more political. Sure. Like you're getting into these deep like. Your guy has a like your whatever leader you end up with can have like stats of like if he's good looking or not, whether he's charming or not, or something Jeez. like that. And whether like so, the idea is to make like you're trying to like wed yourself to other like <laughs> you're like place. playing Game of Thrones, yeah. Wow. Well, that's the whole idea is that they have a Game of Thrones mod to this, oh, and that's where wow. this Reddit thread went oh, to. Okay, and it was okay. like you can play as the Boltons and <laughs> you can flay people, which pisses people off. And I'm just like, I have to get into this game, I have to, <laughs> wow, because it's like someone was talking about this whole like story they had where like they were, uh, I think they were king. And they wed themselves with another powerful family, but their king was assassinated by another <laughs> family. So then the prince, or they didn't have a son. So it was like the next person you play is the next in the lineage. So someone else took the king. So it's oh, this wow. like, you're trying to like thread this whole like deceit of why he's bad, but you can't because you have no military because you're weak. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, this game sounds amazing. Wow. But you can imagine the complexity to try to get into right, it. So yeah. I started playing the tutorial and gave up, but I want to go on YouTube. There's got to be some people out there that are, uh, give some sort of how to play this game. Cause it sounds 
like the most and i caught it on sale it had it wasn't even on the summer sale but uh steam had it it was like i caught it for like five bucks so it was like well oh wow it was like the reddit thread and then it was for five bucks so i just had to jump on it perfect but trevor, yeah. trevor this sounds right up your alley this this political <laughs> intrigue of dukes and duchesses and yeah. kings and stuff. It, yeah exactly we can count I, you in right i for... just woke up so <laughs> I don't. fuck all you, <laughs> you fell asleep at crusade <laughs> no that's what you built a pc cool. no, for not, dude no no it totally sounds no but civ 5 seriously i i, oh, I texted yeah. you about this like civ 5 is the easiest it's 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 super user-friendly like Definitely yeah. jump into that game. Like that's... They should just call it Time Suck 5. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny, too, because right now I'm getting into this zone where, like, I'm just playing a bunch of games. Um, like, like every night I'll just sit down and be like, okay, well, I'm going to play Skyrim. I'm going to play a mission of Skyrim, and then I'm going to play Assassin's Creed 3, and then I'm going to play, like... I'm at, I, well, I'm at that point, too, and it's so... Because there's so, nothing out. As like... I say, like, there's this Witcher backlog that's been on my mind forever, yet I can't pick a single game, like... I was, I've read about this psychological study of, because remember as kids, we were like, I used to just, I was so happy I had this game and I would play it for a hundred hours oh, and yeah. it was the greatest game over ever. And over and over. But there was this, uh, it's a psychological study that's done that if you're given options, like if I have five in front of me, I won't pick one and really sink into it right. because the human psyche is like, well, that other one could be more perfect. Right. Like this one's them. good, but this one could be better exactly so now that we're fucking adults that have money to buy the games sure now my steam library is you know a hundred <laughs> deep i keep thinking like yeah i'm enjoying myself but what if i enjoyed myself exactly. more <laughs> whereas opposed to a kid where you're like i got my one game and it's like this is the greatest game ever and I'm, fuck all who oppose me i'm gonna play mario for 30 yeah. months yeah all right trevor we'll we'll have like a psychology session right now i'll try to help you out yeah. like what are your options like what are you splitting all your time against and i'll just tell you which one you Let's should see. play i got assassin's creed 3 okay um, not that one because right. i haven't played that either <laughs> i've got skyrim which i have only that's in the pretty beginning good of. wait you i thought you Dug in the Skyrim when it came out. No, I played the opening. Like, oh. I got you got enough. That you game's just, pretty shallow. You just got off the wagon. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. Nothing else. I I got okay. past the dragon. Okay. Um. What else do I have? I have. A, I haven't finished Infamous Two. Oh wow. Okay. So that, that's I'm, a I'm, while I think ago. I'm about two thirds away through okay. that. Okay. I haven't touched Infamous Two. Oh, but you should. It's really good. Like, yeah, it's not I bad. Like number one. But... Infamous One, I think, is better. Yeah, I, but Infamous two's One is fine. I think I'll skip two and jump to three. Sure. Three looks pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm not going to finish two. Like I already know the big spoiler of two. I won't mention it here. Sure. You know the spoiler. Well, there's like no. two okay, different endings, and yeah, one, but one, one has been solidified. Like one of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's the one the vast majority of people did. Like oh, I know okay. it's the one I did. So. Um. Yeah, and then Far Cry Three, I haven't finished. And I don't think I actually. I, it's reaching that point in time, and again, this fits the the site. It's like I got my fill. Like I've seen enough. Yeah. If I'm yeah. not concerned with going forward. I'm going to give that's it a, up at this point. That's essentially where I'm at with most of the games. I'm like, except for Assassin's Creed 3, that one I just keep, I literally fell asleep while I was playing that's it last week. That's understandable. Were you <laughs> chasing a guy for like 12 straight yeah, hours? I was like, I was failed. just Desmond. I was like walking around trying to find these ghosts of the people. And um, I was like walking up a thing and I was doing something weird. And I literally oh, right. was just sitting there staring and I just like fell asleep and then yeah. like woke up and was like, okay, clearly I'm not yeah, captivated. That's understandable. Well, I'll tell you right now, Far Cry 3, you've already 
experience the best part of that game because the ending's interesting and the story's interesting, but the absolute best part is just dicking around, going, taking, you know, right. like uh, taking the buildings and assassinating guys and all that stuff. It's just a sandbox game. So you could probably stop that because you've already, it's like you've got yeah. everything that is worth getting that out of it. That one I usually just like, I'll jump in if I yeah. want to do I mean, it's nice it to, to finish it, but it's, I wouldn't say it's required. Right. So I'll save you time on that. Assassin's Creed 3, just put it down. It's not good. <laughs> I feel uh, like I want to have you just spoil the end for me because I think we're go, we're not going to have Desmond in 4, terrible. right? Terrible. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, that's what's so crazy. I was obsessed with Assassin's <laughs> me Creed. Me too. And after 4, I was just like, I'm done. After because, three. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yes, after three. Right. Yes, right, because Black Flag's next or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because to me, they just completely reneged on the promise of that entire series. Of which, answering it. And this is no spoiler. Like, essentially, Assassin's Creed 3 should have been the grand climax of the whole tale and sort of wrapped it up. And then you can have extra games. But, like, the problem was that they're, like, a, a series that's already so extended beyond like what it should even be like they're still milking it like by the, by the end of three you don't feel like you've accomplished anything they still leave the door open for like another game this in the same way that like you know if you play brotherhood or something that ends on this wowzer like oh man come back next time for more like that's the same thing in assassin's creed 3 there's so, no well, resolution i know it's I, I know it's hard for you because you've been the assassin's creed yeah the guy like the single greatest fan and i felt the same way after number one i think probably we all did like after you get to the very end of that game you're like oh you see that thing on the wall you're like well where's this going like oh you definitely have to end up as desmond in present time right and then they milked it to fucking death and then after i heard what happens in three with uh veronica mars no, well, that's that's in uh, Bro- Brotherhood. Brotherhood. The end or of Brotherhood. Is that the end of Brotherhood? Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought number three is the one that completely just... Well, like... now, now, Assassin's Creed 3 is the one that just came out. Yeah. But I thought Assassin's Creed 3 is the one that, like, completely... Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, so, yeah, she gets killed at the end of Brotherhood. Yeah, no, and no. Then they, yeah, at the yes, end of Brotherhood, I see that's great. Sorry, the, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the way end, they resolve yeah, that yes, in 3 is, like, yes, idiotic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, told, where they're like, oh, we're spoiler alert. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just basically say, like, yeah, she was a Templar agent. Yeah. But they say it so matter-of-factly, like, you should know that. And they, it's swallowed so in, like, a lot. It's... You're like what? what? They Desmond was mind that. controlled into the point of killing her, and what the mind control is like? Don't worry, I was looking out for your best interest. Right. And then that Desmond is, says, he's after just you like, told after you told me that, I was like, I'm not playing Assassin's Creed yeah. Three. I'm fucking because they clearly in. just threw that out there as this holy shit ending with no idea of like what, what it meant. Or well, whatever. my Assassin's then, Creed tale ended once I played. Uh, what was? What was the other one that went there to revelations? Yeah. That was the one that I played for 45 minutes. And I was just like, <laughs> I literally, I can't do these controls anymore. Oh, I can't right. do this. Right. It's Lonto the same and I finished revelations. I was just like, yeah. I literally just sat down to start it up and played it. And I was just like, it's the same exact no, game. I can't do yeah. this again. I'm done. And I'm, I swear to you, like, I'm not buying Black Flag. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm actually I'm not interested. Like, yeah, a lot I don't of people care. are pumped because yeah. it's a pirate game, but I don't like, care at all. I'm like, yeah. I play they Assassin's ha- Creed. They have that Assassin's in Assassin's Creed 3. They have all that ship well, shit. Well, right. because you, you know this part. was supposed to be Assassin's Creed 3 colon Black Two. Flag. Yeah. But then they're like, oh shit, people Everybody are pissed off. Three. We need to throw the number on this. Yes. And then Ubisoft even came out recently, like, 
said that like don't worry the assassin's creed series has an ending it's like no it doesn't yeah it should have been assassin's creed 3 like yeah longino can you spoil for me if nick is okay with it can you spoil for me how three ends I think I've already asked him about this. If you're so okay with it. Yes. I'm okay with it because I don't think I'm ever going to make dear it. Dear listener, you should hear this, even if you're trying to turn it off. <laughs> this is a warning call. No spoiler alert. You should, you should fucking know. Just listen. No, no, it's it's idiotic because the entire plot uh, that is, is leading down to like 2013 or 2012 right like right. the whole thing was this doomsday like apocalyptic 2012 <laughs> thing which is already doomed because now that we're halfway through 2013 well, that... now to their credit assassin's creed 3 came out on time in 2012 because i think the original concept when it came out in 2006 was like assassin's creed 2006 assassin's creed 2 2009 assassin's creed 3 2012 <laughs> And then they put two extra games between <laughs> nine and 12, right? But they at least hit their like time mark, you know? And so basically as is revealed in several of the games prior to Assassin's Creed three, they, they've revealed that whole thing of how there was this kind of, uh, of Eden world with these sort of advanced, like, I don't know if they're aliens or what gods essentially that like mankind are actually an invention of these sort of godlike creatures that all got killed in a, an apocalyptic like fire. And basically there's and this Adam and Eve were the only ones to escape. Yeah. yeah. And humans, they steal a piece of uh, like a piece of apple, like, and a that's the apple Eden. that you're the piece of Eden that you're running around with. So yeah. Whatever. So the idea is that it basically this apocalypse is coming and it's this cycle and it's very like matrix two where it's like, Oh, you know, can we stop this cycle of apocalypse? Oh, and, you it's know, a cycle. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where does that well, be, come well, in? Because that's what killed. Is that in revelations? Beings. Yeah. Yeah. I believe okay, so. That's yeah. why I don't know that it's a cycle at the end of revelations. Desmond's like, okay, I know the locations where we need to go to try to stop this doomsday that is coming that I've now seen. Cause that's my so revelation wait, or whatever. The doomsday is coming soon. Yeah, like in, in 2012. It's, it is the so wait, Mayan this, prophecy 2012. Right. So this previous civilization obviously got way further because we yes. see their yes. like flying right. car right. and like but that's what's going on that's why like you know at the end of two where she talks directly to desmond and it's like one of the best moments by in the, the entire way, series like matrix mass effect now it's oh, a, I know. i'm so it's sick of that thing. fucking story i know like, come on absolutely but that was a cool part of two where she's like hey hey you desmond i'm talking to you and basically what they reveal i loved that part with like so looks creepy. right yeah. at the screen and i was like, like it's crazy. are you talking <laughs> To me, so, this is so like these, Psycho Mantis. Yeah. These ancient beings have, in a sense, sort of are a ghosts of themselves that are in like, almost like the Patriots or something. They're, like, they're in a massive computer or something like that. And that's how they're like communicating. And they've oh, the also, Protheans. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. But they're also, they have foreseen enough to put in his answer. They know that the Animus is going to be built. They're sending him messages in the past to try to prepare them and all stuff. Okay, so, so the Protheans, okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> so the whole game culminates in this idea that the missions when you're not in the Animus doing the Connor stuff, you, you actually, and this was actually one of the parts of the game I really enjoyed because it sort of fulfilled that promise of like Desmond himself is going out and doing dirt as Desmond. Right. And like doing stuff. They have these missions outside of the Animus where you run around, where you're assassinating people and you're basically collecting. Oh, really? Yeah, it's and it's pretty cool. And you're, you're collecting these pieces that are basically going to open this door at the facility that you're at, right? Okay. So the whole game is leading up to, like, opening this big door. You put Did all the you pieces you go back in. to the facility of number one or something like that? No, no. it's They, they, they go, like go there right at the place. top of the game. It's it's this place they go at the top of the game, which is, is has 
that, th- what Desmond found at the end of Revelation. I'm that's carrying where too go. much. Continue. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> big, big door that's a deus ex machina to the end of the game yes. that they're trying to get through, right? <laughs> so you finally open the fucking door. And, you can, and the whole time there's this, I forgot her name, but it's it's like Hera or what, like whatever of these ghosts. There's like three of them. It's like uh, Jupiter, uh, Hera, and like... Sad and what? Who gives Just a shit? Just mixing all right. pantheons yeah. of gods. So this one in particular has been leading you the whole game, and one of the little side things you can do when you're outside of the Animus is parkour around this big area you're in and find her ghost and sort of unlock sections to sort of get more backstory about these ancient beings. And so sort of like number two? Or yeah. What is your Desmond just in yeah. the Italian city? Exactly. And you're kind of, it's similar to that. You're running around and just doing side things. So the door opens. Everyone goes in. This thing reveals like, yes, uh, I can stop the apocalypse, uh, but you have to choose to free me and let me out into the real world. And by the way, like I'm super evil and I want to enslave mankind. And he then says this. No, no. She's saying she's basically saying this. She's like, yes, you can all be servants of mine, but I, you won't. But everyone will live or everyone can die and I'll be trapped in here. She's like this man in black, like, you know, trapped in the evil thing. And it's like her fault that things have been going bad and stuff. And so it, they literally do this whole thing of like, Desmond, you have a choice and they're saying choice like a thousand times and everyone's like, Desmond, what are you going to do? And then they actually show this, these two, it's the most like full of itself thing you've ever seen where they show the two possible worlds. And one of them is the place where the apocalypse happens. And Desmond is become like this Christ like martyr to mankind. And they develop a religion around Desmond because he is, you know, the the man or what I don't know. It's some bullshit. This is amazing. And it's kind of like the Templars and all stuff. It's this huge cult, and it's like this really full of itself. Like you will be remembered. For <laughs> Sounds this. pretty good. Yeah. I don't know why Desmond wouldn't choose this. They're like you'll you'll martyr yourself. You'll be remembered forever. But then they start misusing your memory and waging wars in your name. And it's basically this oh, allegory. No. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh God, sure. it's this religion. allegory of like Jesus yeah. and religion and stuff. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> then she's like, or you can let me loose. And it's, but either way, Desmond's dying, right? Like he's dead. So after I'm sitting here like, okay, I've seen this in a game a million times. Like it's a binary choice. Like I choose my ending, right? No, <laughs> no input, no nothing. And I, and here's the thing. Obviously the right choice is like, don't let this woman out. Right. Why would you trust happen. a woman yeah. that, okay. She says she can fit, stop the apocalypse, but she's going to enslave people. Yeah. If you're going to enslave people, why do you trust them at all? Yeah. Yes. You do not. I will take the apocalypse. Exactly. Thank you. So without even thinking about it, I was like, okay, that's the decision I'm make. No input, nothing happened. Desmond just turns to his friends and is basically like, I'm letting her out. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> and he turns the fucking thing oh, and dies and oh, lets her out and saves humanity. And then he's like, don't worry. They're going to get you. <laughs> like, I know it. So they're basically opening her up as like, the new threat for the next 17,000 fucking games that are like about to come out. So now who do she's you the play villain. as in Black Flag? I don't know. 
But Desmond is in a sense. We don't play dead. as anybody in Black Flag because we're not playing. But they Black could do Flag. they could do any kind of bullshit of like Desmond's half alive in the Animus or something like who fucking knows? Oh, like the guy in Revelations. Yeah, it's like probably the same shit. He could be a ghost like the other things are ghosts in a system. I, mean, I don't give a do fuck. You? It's so stupid. Like, how do you fuck that? I mean, you, I, I can't speak. Yeah. Because the entire they made the entire series a big tease to like the next several games that are about to come out because no resolution to the story. It's it's already a great idea. Like it's a stretch of idea that they made work because you have a story that's happening outside of a time frame that you're even remotely attached to. So. For them to take that and make this grandiose story, suddenly anytime I step foot in the Animus, yeah, it's, it's a waste why of the time. fuck am I spending time on a pirate ship when <laughs> the world is being enslaved? <laughs> right. Totally. So you just ruined every, you ruined the gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Right. Like, like, why am I going to take a nap again, real quick? Yeah. Again, it's already a stretch. You're like, why am I going into this Animus? But they made it work and it was great. But, oh my God. And I'm laughing so, so much at the thought of stupid. I'm laughing so much at the thought of Lachino like <laughs> seeing that happen and just dropping the controller going, What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was so dumb. <laughs> but cause to me the path was always really clear. It's like you have these games where he's in an animus being someone else, and then you make the final game. I don't care Desmond, that yeah, I don't care right? that you go down the road that everybody saw. Right, which is because which is real saw life a pretty itself. damn cool yeah. road. Right. Because you do real life itself is in fact like some kind of animus and death or after so you could sure, still have I don't you could, care. You could still have them in reality in modern day. You could have all the same mechanics and rules, maybe even have them unexplained, and at the end of the game just be like guess what? You're some other guy jacking into Desmond this whole time. And right. it's like layers upon layers. Yeah. I don't give a Even shit. if that's like, the twist everyone yeah, saw coming, it's still a better, better than, than what they did. Yeah, that. It was horrible. But anyway, so I'm saving you some time. Do not play yeah. Assassin's Creed. 3. I also heard it was really buggy too. So yeah, it's I'm super kinda, buggy. Uh, the, patch what, that what's sad about it is there's a good, like several hours in the middle section of that game. That is super fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's very similar to red dead redemption where you're like running around and hunting and doing, Doing all this stuff. That stuff's really cool. Yeah. Building your homestead up. I loved all that stuff. It's just the beginning and ending is just utter dog shit. The beginning, I, I was just like you where I was like, yeah. okay, I'm not into this. Like, it took forever to do everything. And you're Did on- you get to the big, like, twist or whatever? Oh, yeah, where stuff? it's his dad. Yeah. Where his yeah. dad is a Templar. Right. Templar yeah. Which I, I, I called that, like, a mile away, by the way. Like, I was just sitting here like, what, is he a Templar? Is that what this is? What's shitty, too? Why did they- I spend seven hours <laughs> playing this guy for this <laughs> well, stupid thing I saw it's this, coming? Yeah, it's the stupid twist. Like, I felt yeah. like it would have been better if you start off as Connor, and then, yeah. like, there's this story of your father. Totally. And then at the end, they're like, oh, but your father was a Templar. I feel but, like that would... This is what's even more stupid about it is I was like, okay, I'm willing to accept this storyline, but the obvious conclusion of it is like Connor versus his own father, right? right? Like that has to happen. And they don't do that at all. Doesn't his dad... Die, I yeah, his dad no, died they, they make beginning. some other asshole like the main villain who, and they, you never get to like pay your dad back for all the shit he's done to you. He just like 
basically your friends and he go and i was just like who so wait his dad lives at, i thought no like, no I his thought, dad dies yeah but he lives through that, the game but you're not the one that kills your dad i thought like, the switch of characters was literally your dad dying no that. they no, i don't they, know why no, i got that impression no, he's but. still in the game as an antagonist essentially along with all they become the templars that you're knocking off one by one like essentially oh. you have sex with this well, you have sex with this Indian woman that you rescue right. from a thing. And that's Connor. And then um, she's like, yeah, and she's like, um, I'm pregnant or whatever. And then it kind of like fades to white. And then the next scene, I think you go back to Desmond and he's like, what the fuck? One of my ancestors is Templar. And he's like, shut up, son. Get back in the thing. And you go back in and then you're the kid. You're Connor as a child. Sure. And then you learn all this stuff as Connor as a child and your family dies. And then you become Connor as a grown up. Yeah. It takes forever. To but play what's crazy is like all of these Templars that you've played the first several part of the game and met, they now become your assassin targets, right? Sounds awesome. Like yeah. that would be really cool. Sounds Hunting cool. down all these guys I just played. Let's do like, but the way you hunt them down and kill them is not in the badass assassinating in the shadows way that you've played every Assassin's Creed game doing. You're like running through markets and like in these scripted sequences and then killing them. Or the like literally the last mission in the game is chasing a guy, and all the foot chases are just complete shit. Like they do not work at all. Oh, so, right, the one you said that yeah, the patch it's, was messed it's up. super so frustrating. So how many of these guys are there? There's like six or seven. Yeah. And every single one of them you kill with a foot chase. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't, there's never, you don't sneak it's up not on that them. Assassin's Creed way of like, there's a lot of different ways you could get, get there or like the information that you get affects like what happens. No, it's all like completely scripted stunt pieces that are not fun to play. And just boring, like, and that's how you kill pretty much everybody. Is either chasing them or in in it an action like scene. It sounds like Assassin's Creed One, which was lacking of any variety, sure, is right. already better than yeah, this. Yeah, totally, yeah. Because you're a secret assassin, like you're you're actually doing what you should be doing. That's what I don't understand is if they're going to rehatch things and go back to things over and over again, how do you not go back to that? The setting of number one, right? Well, you you do in in um, Revelations briefly though, right? No, get... it's it's a fair amount of the game. It's actually the best part of the game, frankly, yeah, is where you, you go, go back. back to play Altair. You do it a good. You go back and forth to play Altair, which yeah, is cool. that's enough. the cool. But part yeah, of that like game. that time period yeah, of like in the Crusades cool. and yeah. stuff, like yeah, I yeah. Know. I felt like they like Missed at least from what I've played and then what you're explaining, it sounds like the creators over I, Ubisoft is who did it. I I feel like yes. they were like. Yeah, um, oh man, we really have to make an Assassin's Creed 3. They're like, yeah, you know, we promised it. They're like, yeah, but I really want to make an open world game about the Civil War. And they're like, all right, let's do that and just like put you these mean characters the Revolutionary in. Wars? That's what I meant to no. say. Yeah. <laughs> I the guess if we'd have lost a difference. Like, no. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me patch in Revolutionary Wars. Yeah, War. no, that's what's silly is like you, you basically don't go after your assassin targets and you just help George Washington out and you're mid battlefield and then the target that you're supposed to kill like happens to show up with a big bat. What? And then you fight him and he's like, got another one. And it's like you didn't do anything to try to hunt him down or what? anything. They just show up. Yeah, that's every one of them's like that. That's stupid. It's, it's pure fucking happenstance yeah. of just yeah. Every time. Oh my god! It's so <laughs> stupid. It's I am not playing it. You don't feel like you're stalking prey or like anything. So he's not actually an assassin. No, he's a a dumbass. No, he's an idiot. Like he makes really stupid decisions and like it's just a crybaby idiot. Yeah, I should go play this game. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sounds amazing. 
they should have said Ezio like all the way. He was a cool character. Well, like, see, I, and I like Ezio. that they actually closed out Ezio's story yeah, in Revelation. That was, was cool like, too. Okay, at least something yeah. finished in Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, or Assassin's Creed. That, honestly, that felt like a better ending yeah. than Three for yeah. sure. I'm mostly just filling time because, um, you know, Blacklist and Grand Theft Auto Five and things are coming out. So it's yeah. like right now it's just kind of dull. You should play Rogue Legacy. I well, I did. In, an, in, a, in about a week and a half, I'm going to get Disney Infinity in my mailbox. Yeah, there you uh, go. Put that on the top of the fucking I pre- list, I, I guess. That. Well, I got, a free, I got a free character and a free uh, play set of discs and everything. Oh, yeah. totally worth it, I'm gonna, dude. I'm going to have you over, and you're going to be like, okay, I'm sold. You know what yeah. I just realized? My like, eight-year-old self will be sold, but <laughs> I don't know about my 30 year they, um, self. I just realized, are they ever going to release like an Infinity Two? Because that's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> I think people have asked like, that. How yeah. can you have? Well, an I Infinity think that's the two. whole idea: is you just keep adding plays. You just keep the brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play that, and we'll see if it's good. I have high hopes for it. Nick thinks it's a joke, and John doesn't care. I think it's perfectly. I last Christmas we got to buy Kelly's nephews some Skylander stuff and it was like fucking Christmas for me I was like I totally dig that one yeah. and that one and this That's is awesome cool. and I'm like I, I know I would have been all over that shit as a kid but I still know the game isn't gonna be no. enough to keep you there so just the toy box why bother the toy box is gonna be amazing someone already made level 1-1 from Mario, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of the, well, they because they keep releasing a video once a week. Um, Disney Infinity doesn't up until the release, and they showed a cool video of them making Donkey Kong, and like they set up the stuff, and like they. Dropped. So wait a minute. So when does Nintendo like put their lawsuit out? Like, <laughs> well, well they it's on the Wii as well. So uh, okay. they all, yeah, it's on all the systems, and uh, and they didn't like directly say Donkey. Like they built the level, and then they dropped the <laughs> Monkey Kong. <Yeah. laughs> they didn't say anything. They and they had Wreck It Ralph like hitting stuff. Oh, that's top, cool. So that was cool. That's cool. But yeah, um, what do you got? No, oh, nothing. That's, that's all I've been playing. I, it since. Uh, if that's the if that's it, I have I have a question from somebody. Yeah, what's that from our? Oh, a listener yeah, question from one of our our one of our biggest fans, J Rod. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so James Rodriguez says, "I want to know if in games like Red Dead Redemption or Last of Us or Skyrim, if you guys all just play straight through the missions to finish story as fast as possible, or if you guys go off looking for side missions or exploring every single room of every area to stretch out the game." Every single room, every single area. Last of Us, I played that game. I think we talked about it last time. The way I played that game, it was like clear out an area. I had to kill everybody. I could never sneak past anybody because I had to kill everybody because I had to find that one pair of scissors that was left in this <laughs> entire sewer area. And I would like go from wall to wall. And yet, sure. it was still when I got to the end, it was still like... You only found 25 of the 65 collectibles. I'm yes. Like, I looked in everything. But uh, yeah, most of the time that's that's how I play. I, I what, was, what game was I playing that I was specifically like, I think maybe by the end of Bioshock, I was trying to be like, no, Nick, just play forward. Sure. I can't help myself, though. I know. And I'm not even like a super collectible. I'm not like I need to get every achievement. It's just like. I know there's a secret room. Like I, I can see they're drawing the path to the right. Right. So I have to be like, well, what's off to the left? Right. Definitely. Because I need to see it. So I also do it when they're like, you've got to do this, and then like the music's like, and you have like thirty seconds to get to it. I'm like, yeah, but this room, I got to see. Yeah. 
I think it's for me personally, it's completely situational based on what game it is. But I, for generally, for the most part, I am very similar to that. Like, like if there's this obvious path, like you said, it's like the first thing I do is turn around and go the other way. Cause and I don't think that's like a we're idiots thing. I think it's just because a lot of games put secret stuff in areas. So you yeah. just sort of become trained. Well, like I need to every, get all the stuff. Every gamer has been on that situation where it's go left or go right. You choose, let's say right. And it's the path is going longer than you thought it was. So you turn around. Yep. It's like, oh, this is the story path. Let's see what's down. I got to turn around and go back. Right. I also, right. This isn't a dead end soon enough. I also hate when like you accidentally go though. Like you're like, sure. oh, it's and it triggers like, something. You're like, no. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, left is clearly where the story wants me to go. So I'm gonna go. No. Son of a bitch! I'm in a cutscene. Well, well I, fun fact too. I think like naturally humans like. A vast majority of the times we'll take right over left every time just sure. because probably um, just like a brain centric thing. Yeah. Like the reason we're like right handed and stuff yeah. is just sort of naturally. But I mean, specifically like he brings up a game like Skyrim. I think that's what's so great about those Bethesda games is they really embrace that idea. Like to me, if like, if you're main pathing the main story in a Skyrim or in a fallout, like you are playing that game wrong. <laughs> like, that, the beauty of those games is just stumbling upon some story on your way to something else. I've finished Fallout games. I don't know that I've ever finished. I didn't finish Skyrim. I didn't. I didn't finish Morrowind. James Rodriguez, by the way, is 100% on Skyrim. Yeah. He completed absolutely, oh, absolutely everything. Yeah. Jesus. That's Christ. amazing. It's like 200 hours. I know. I was like, I don't. Well, that's my problem when I sit down to play. That's why I haven't gone anywhere on Skyrim is because every time I sit down to play I'm in that opening town that you first go into and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to kill everybody, take all their clothes, take everything in their house. Like <laughs> you monster. Well, my Cause just because I can, I'm just like, I have everything open to me. I'm my a monster. First like f 10 hours of Skyrim were I got dragon bones and then I started crafting stuff and it <laughs> oh, says God. you can craft dragon armor with dragon bones, but you need a hundred blacksmithing skill. Oh, man. So Just I went to every shit. town possible <laughs> and bought every bit of iron ore they had to make iron daggers until I had a hundred. So then I was like... It you just worked a job, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it jumped me up to like level 15 or 20 or whatever. Right. Because blacksmithing also gives you XP. So I have this fucking amazing dragon armor with no combat skills. <laughs> Everything else levels with you. So I'm level 20 only because I have great armor, oh, so but I have zero anything. combat skill. So yeah, that moment was a little rough. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was a little That's ass crazy, backwards man. That's there. hilarious. But hey. there, there are some games where, especially if they're really big, like, you know, it is in your best interest to sort of finish the main story. Like, I, you know what a perfect example is? Something like um, Arkham City or Arkham Asylum. Like, those games were made really well to be like, yeah, you can dick around and look in every corner. But what part of the fun was sort of completing the story. And then you have this sort of like meta game afterwards of like, okay, now I'm going to unlock everything. So I found with those games, I would actually pretty much just kind of do the story and then save all like the Riddler riddles and all that other stuff for like once I was done. And so I think it just depends on the game. Yeah. There's, there's well, no right or wrong. it depends because every game also has, they have main side story and then right. collectible side story. So like those Riddler trophies, I didn't bother with, but they also had missions you didn't need to do. Uh there's the, some cool side stuff. Like the stuff big ones was stuff. like finding those uh, 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 
murder case locations or, yeah. you know, like that. Like that's a big main one that right. actually has like a story with it that comes. So I'll do those or like Mass Effect that has like the companion missions. Yes. Of course, I'm oh, going to do those. those. Amazing. Um, but if it's just like pure collectible or something like that, no, I'm not wasting my oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed, I well, actually, I think I did go get feathers and stuff in say, some of those. You but... say, oh, yeah, but you're <laughs> the guy that got 320 Riddler trophies. So well, no, no, don't, no. Oh, yeah. But here, <laughs> no, those people are crazy. So, no, no. Here's the thing about those Riddler trophies, though. And what I think is great about the Batman games is because most of those games, you collect all the shit and all you get is a trophy and like that's it. But they were smart enough to have the riddle or the Riddler sort of like giving you shit and being like, yeah. are you going to catch me? Right. And it would unlock yeah. little moments where you had to like actually go do a yeah. mid-mission. And then what was great is that the, if you got every single one of them, you actually went on a mission where you went and captured the Riddler. And it was actually a really fulfilling like, here's this motherfucker that like put all this shit out. And that was, I think, the perfect way to do that kind of a collectible thing. Like give a nice treat for yeah. doing it. Yeah. Uh. I'll still never fucking do that. I'll look it up <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. Fuck that. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't go for like. I I definitely throughout the game go for a lot of things. Like in Assassin's Creed, I went for the feathers and things like that. If I was going along a mission, I was like, oh, there's a feather that way, and I would like see them on the map, and I would go for them. But I never saw it to its entirety, and like I never went back and was like, I have to get all 100 because I didn't. I never got any satisfaction out of it. Like, I don't really watch my achievements or trophies or anything. Sure. And the same with side missions. Like, on Infamous 2, I would do side missions only if I was like, okay, I need, you know, this X amount of, amount of powers to upgrade this certain sure. thing. So I'll go do these side missions. But I didn't, like, I was just chugging along to the story and everything like that because I didn't really. Well, I think we talked about it last time, or I talked about it last time, is Last of Us was the one collectible that really got me into it, which was the comic books. Right. Yeah. And that was only from a story standpoint because I felt so much, like, like fatherly whatever right. for Ellie, right? Ellie, um, yeah. That to find a comic, I actually felt good. Like, oh, I can give this to right, her. Yeah. Like, she's gonna be so pumped when Here's I give this. another comic, yeah. young lady. I feel like that's a key, though. Is like to for right, people to really, yeah, it. give it give it a purpose as sure. opposed to like, oh, can you like when the, I think it was the mom in Assassin's Creed, like, can you find all these feathers for me so I can heal or something. I'm yeah, like, when well, she felt depressed, and yeah, like, like, and then you got a cloak at the end. Yeah, that it was, did yeah. something that I don't dumb. care about. Yeah. Ben Franklin's like, find my papers that are flying all around Philadelphia. Is that what happens in yeah, 3? Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. And then you, the, get, you get next to nothing meet, for getting Of course you meet Ben Franklin. There's oh, the... Uh, yeah, dude, like yeah, multi... He, he's yeah, kind of the, the like Da Vinci sort... I mean, he doesn't invent you stuff, but it's in that zone. Yeah, like, he's like, come back to me guy. for... But uh, there is... there, And then I also like things like in... Uh, I think it was Metal Gear Solid 4 where it was... Um, you took pictures of stuff and like if you took certain pictures, it unlocked yeah. things. Like, That's in... in the original pretty, Metal Gear Solid as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The cameras in all of them, but like I think more recently in Metal Gear Solid Four, there was something specific. Like if you got, I don't know, it was something really cool with the way you use the camera and you could open things. And that was that seemed really cool and interactive because then you had to like look for stuff. Wow. Well, and I, I'm getting tired of the whole idea of the uh, recorded message thing, but like in Bioshock Infinite too, like finding yeah. the Vox phones are still great. It's too much of a crutch to put story into games, but I mean, obviously, they're still the best at it. Oh, so, I ate and, that shit up. So I oh, just, yeah, no, you're everybody. right. But just in most games, like sure. when you still in Dead Space and stuff, where it's just like, 
it, it's, don't it's, tell the story through these collections. Yeah, and it gets so tiresome of like how many people can possibly be recording <laughs> something at their last moment right, of exactly. life. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, Bioshock did it well. Yeah. Speaking of Bioshock, though, the uh, DLC just got announced. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Uh, well, so the only thing that's out now is is like challenge one. maps, right? Do you still, does one have the option to still buy a season, season pass? pass? I yes. I think so. It keep the, all the yeah. promos for it keep Because I just pass. recently figured out that the under the sea, uh, what's it Burial called? Burial at sea. Burial yes. at sea is cost 30 bucks. Oh. The season pass costs 20. Oh, I'm going to buy the wow, season pass. Wow, really? I didn't so, know that. At this point in time, I won't play the combat one, but if it's $10 cheaper, Totally. Then yes. Yeah, because I have no intention of buying the combat one. Yeah. So that's weird. That's we'll crazy. have to look into that, but that's that's what I heard last. And I yeah, was when just I, like, what the fuck? When I saw them talking, um, the creator talking about like the two different things, and he was, it, it makes sense because the, it did feel very separate. Like when I played Bioshock Infinite, I did not enjoy the combat. I I almost stopped playing it because I was just like, I don't enjoy this very much. Like it's not. I don't know. The buttons were all mixed around from what I'm used to from a first person shooter and everything. So right. I wasn't, I wasn't very, I wasn't feeling it. I never really got in the groove of it. I loved the story. So I'm, I love that they split it up. Like people who do love the combat can play the combat and people who love the story can play the story. And I'm really excited for the story part. So I guess I'm not. Well, yeah. And that. I love it's, I'm a little torn that they're going right back to rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it is like apparently you're playing as Elizabeth this time. Yeah, and Booker DeWitt. But I think you're controlling. Well, no, so here's the thing. Part one, you're Booker DeWitt. Part two, you're Elizabeth. That's amazing. But I just love that they take this infinite idea. It, yeah. It's, they've now spun it off into yeah. this is the endless DLC. Right? Sure. Like we can, can do anything. Yeah, we can literally do this infinite amount yeah. of time. And I never played I one cool. or two, so I don't know anything about Rapture, but Ooh. it all seems... You know that? It, I mean, obviously you don't have tons of time on your hands, but I, I don't know what they're going to bust out in this DLC, but might not. I, you don't have to play two. No. In my opinion, well, I never played two, but uh, I played enough to be like, "Yeah, I'm done here." But like, yeah. one is great. Yeah, yeah. that's why everybody. And if you're looking for something, one. well, I don't know because it's going to be a t- if you didn't like the combat in. Infinite. I actually think the combat in the first one is better than in Infinite, just because it's contextualized a little. I think the better. scenery even drags you in more. Yeah, like you want to explore that because because well, you're Infinite, you're afraid and shooting because yes. it's more of like a horror game. Yeah, Infinite dragged me in real hard at the start, yeah. but by midway you kind of seen it. As yeah. far as the environment, true. Goes, yeah, the story was still amazing. I was still yeah. driven one hundred percent on the story. Um. But you know, once you've seen the environment, it's like well, once you had your fourth of those like big daddy guys, you're kind of like, all right, like let me just kill this asshole and right. Move but on. Like, every right. like in the or original, not not big daddy, excuse me, what they call the him in Infinite Handyman. Handyman, yeah. yeah, that's actually big daddies. I love, them. yeah, no knocking against big so daddies. So the original Bioshock, you still got to go to like every time you'd be like, oh, this is the. Uh, uh, like conservatory area or this is like where they keep all the plant like every environment could be contextually different and it felt so great to yeah. be in that world set or so awful to be in that world right. but great at the same time um get into it yeah but i don't know it, it it's still amazing absolutely try to play it i can't I wonder if promise it might be, you that you'll 100 i wonder if it might be interesting to play the dlc and well, see that, the rapture that's why and i'm playing it up because you know, much like Bioshock Infinite has some twist and turns in its narrative, I'm I'm going to assume 
that for the Burial at Sea DLC, they're going to assume that you've at least played well, Bioshock or maybe just play because, it like you should know that stuff. Because uh, some crazy person out there spotted like the calendar on the Buried Dead Sea oh, trailer wow. is the date of the fall, the fall of, Rapture. of Rapture. So uh, okay. that's where this takes place. Interesting. So when you, and it's not a spoiler because the beginning of Bioshock 1, when you get to Rapture, it's dead. Like right. everyone's gone. Everyone's gone insane. All this stuff. And you're figuring out why. So not, I mean, and you do figure out why in Bioshock 1. But now... This is the first time ever we get to see see at least a day of rapture still running as a city. But what's interesting is if Booker DeWitt and Elizabeth are in it, is this like exactly the rapture from the first game? Or is it like an alternate reality rapture that's slightly different? I don't know. Than the real rapture. Yeah. That'll be interesting. This is is easily the first bit. Second bit of DLC that I have 100% been like, I can't wait for this. Yeah. First bit being that uh, Mass Effect 3, the one where they just... The the, the, late, the, the party one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that God, great. that was amazing. I don't think I played that one. Which one was it? Was oh, the you, last will, one? you will Dude, love it. The Trevor. last one? Yeah. Dude. It's... It's I never the played best any of DLC the other ones. Of Mass Effect ever. Really? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. That was okay. the ending Mass Effect Three should have had. Yeah, it's oh. really good. I'm gonna have to play it because I remember I played I Leviathan what it's and I was like, I'm not into playing. it. I actually really like Leviathan too. It was and fun. It, and was well, like, after wow, this should be in the, the story game. about Leviathan. Yeah, yeah I got it. But yeah. yeah, no, I thought it should have been part of the game. Like, Definitely. I, I, it's weird playing that knowing how the game ends. Like. I don't know. Going back into it, it's like okay, no. well, I know that. But no, it's it. it's great and actually quite lengthy. Like it's definitely worth the money. I'm gonna have to download. Oh that. god, that was so good. Yeah, so much like like a little Trevor, bit of action, but so much of the like, great story beats. Like eighty percent of, like, of it is like you throwing a party and talking to everyone, and it can happen different ways based on like what you do. It's really I think interesting. I know what I'm gonna do before Disney Infinity comes. There you go. Um, That's the way to go. Yeah. Other than that, what else is ha- like? Uh, Xbox just backpedaled on some of their indie game stuff too, which sounds like because it used to be that you had to be like, you had to have like a publisher backing you just to publish a game on Xbox, like Xbox Live. Yeah, um, and now it's and then open. you'd have to pay for uh, patches and stuff, and they open that shit up. Oh, that's which good. Which is no joke. Like right now, if 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 everything was set the way it was. And the hundred dollars was backpedaled. I would go with Xbox. Right, that hundred dollars. It's still. But people think it's still that hundred dollars. People think that they still might drop it. I yeah, it's it is still crazy to me that they. I mean, again, everything in the world like maybe Xbox. This was their path as far as indie goes the entire time. I have a hard time swallowing that, but it is. The, like this is the actual definition of capitalism at its best. Sure. Like the consumer winning on every degree of like Xbox Gold giving away free games because PlayStation's giving away right. free games and if we only Xbox system, going indie yeah. because PlayStation promises indie. And say, if they take that connect and throw it in the trash, I'll be a happy man because that's yeah. the only like right now that's the thing that I'm just right. like I don't want. Well, because I also intend on having both, but I'm just getting the PS4 first. Yeah, well, exactly, but it'll be my primary because of. If that's all my friends go there, like, right. I mean, that's mostly what my Xbox is, that and the controllers exactly, we talked about yeah. earlier. But yeah. So that'd be good. Um, and then Fez too. I don't know that we have much to add on that. I've read the story about it and how 
Phil Fish was went a little right. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, because they announced Fez two right, and then I read it's like Phil Fish backed out and said it wasn't happening. Is Essentially, this is what this is what I gathered from it because I was researching a bunch of the articles and everything. Um, the because of the Xbox pulling back on the Xbox one pulling back on all their indie game stuff and like matching PlayStation, all the magazines went to Phil fish and Jonathan um, blow and everyone asking for quotes. Like, what do you guys think? Essentially anybody from indie games, the movie. Um, and they said, what do you guys think? And Phil fish and Jonathan blow said, go fuck yourself. We're not going to give you a quote. Every time something new changes in the industry, essentially we're not the only indie game developers out there. Go bug someone else. And then, Marcus Beer, from what I understand, Marcus Beer said. I've okay. heard him. I, I've, he, I don't. He gets wrongly accused in this. I've heard him on podcast. I like him. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's fun. So wait, what happened? Well, what did he, he say? I, I watched exactly what he said about Phil Fish because I got so curious watching. Like I saw the way it happened for me. I saw the Fez two cancellation tweet, and then I saw the article. So then I went and saw the podcast they were talking about, and he's essentially he says in his Marcus Beer way, which everybody should be used to by now, um, that Phil Fish needs to get over himself and that um, you know, you're going to have people coming to you because you're a figurehead for the indie yeah. community. Like You need to just realize that you're going to have to answer these questions. Yeah. And he also says, he does say things like, um, you should be so lucky that you're huge and things like that. But apparently Phil Fish got really offended and was upset. And then so he sent out the tweet. And everybody's really yeah. upset that and Phil... And then there was a bit of a Twitter feud that stemmed from that, which then sort of led to Phil Fish saying, fuck it. I'm out. Right, and I'm then out everybody games completely. And then everybody was pissed that his announcement of canceling Fez Two was just a tweet saying, like, not press release or anything, just like, "Hey Fez guys, Two's is canceled. I'm not I'm doing it anymore." So a lot of people were like, "You're gonna finish Fez Two, yeah." Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I didn't hear all that. That's crazy. I mean, to me, the moral of the story is basically like, it's tough that because with these indie games, it's such a small group making it like one or two guys or whatever so these creatives like phil fish or jonathan blow are suddenly forced to be on camera and answer questions and quite honestly like i love their games but they don't seem emotionally ready to sort of shoulder that very socially awkward sort of introverts and And if they were at some big company like they could just be sitting in their office making their game and then you'd have some guy come out and field all that shit so I, I, you know, I, I sort of disagree. I don't think it's like Phil Fish's responsibility to be like a PR man and answer every question put to him. And I, I don't know. I know he can be pretty touchy. Yeah. That's really sad to hear. But yeah, yeah I mean, no. I guess that's one of the bad things about indie It's games, almost like it? watching the story of like a child star, you know, like yeah, where they get yeah, suddenly get exactly. fame that they're not and ready they for and they turn it, to yeah. drugs and all that shit. Well, there's that yeah. sad ass scene in, I think it's an indie games, a movie where he's like, we got 10 likes and so and then yeah. he's like it was a glitch we have zero likes yeah. and he yeah. looks like he's about to kill himself yeah. and you're like oh my god and like, then he's finally at yeah. PAX or something like yeah. that and it's like it's not working yeah so yeah oh yeah and the other guy on Super Meat Boy when he was like when they it wasn't being sold because it wasn't on the feature thing he was like yeah, he's maybe I should just out. give up and work in yeah. a restaurant or whatever I was like Jesus guys give it a day sure like, those guys seem the most level headed the the, the, the Meat Boy meat guys yeah, yeah. they seem to have a like because they had every right to be conflict with anybody in fame where it's like this is kind of what you wanted right right you wanted to be successful 
and I mean, game developers, it's it's a tougher sell because it's like, no, I want my game to be successful. But At I no point in time is it an agreement that I need to be a face. Like, right. sure, I just need my game to be big. No right. one even needs. Back in the day, you, you bought a, no idea. You bought fucking Doom. You didn't know John Carmack's name. Right. Now you do, but uh, maybe you did. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> Launch but yeah, too. but now it's it's becoming more and more like we're looking because you know we're looking for the director. You know, we're looking for that right. face to be like you know the director is suddenly like oh you made this movie by yourself right, right like, yeah no that was an entire crew, but uh, and frankly probably I mean even maybe even more so in video games than in movies like, it's I, like I realize Jonathan Blow and those guys they it's it's hard to take on but it almost seems like it's sort of your responsibility don't you want to take that on like it's you have this chance to champion right. this thing. But creative types that make really yes, interesting right. games have uh, lots of emotional neurosis. problems. Yeah, yeah. And frankly, probably medically, like yeah. should not be put in that situation. They think I they need to just hire a yeah. PR yeah. person. Yeah. To they probably have massive stuff. like yeah. social anxiety. That's exactly why I blame my parents for why I'm not doing something great. Because I'm too level headed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're too not content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too happy. Yeah. It's like I'm not depressed enough to actually strive for greatness. <laughs> right, yeah. Strive for mediocrity and be happy. Happy, uh, whatever. Well, I find the Joe Blow podcast is greatness. So don't worry, Trevor. I don't think light of what we're doing. I, I'm very Thank proud you, John. of inventing this new system of delivering news to people. Yeah, it's <laughs> a tough task. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's everything. Yeah, that's all we got this week. I think. Um, awesome. So that's it for episode two. Make sure you like the Joe Blow Gamer facebook page and follow me on twitter and we're now on itunes which is exciting we are now on itunes so, so we for real we're, we're a real baby now we're for reals yo um didn't it get explicit even though i yeah swore no I... no it actually got clean which really? is really clean it got clean. fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fuck bitch ass. <laughs> play that for your children um <laughs> Yeah, so you follow me on Twitter, Joe Blow Gamer, um, or Facebook, Joe Blow Gamer. Nick is Nicholas North at Twitter. Um, and again, John Longino says refuses all. Go fuck yourself. No, I'm not. Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but I have a podcast, Cinemarathon Podcast. You should check it out, Cinemarathonpodcast.com. dot <laughs> com. Oh wait, that might be too Hotel, much. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Thank you. See you next time. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you.